You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 72 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Shane, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm tired. Well, but you, I'm good. You look good. I'm feeling you good. You look handsome. I'm feeling good. Yeah, well, it may be because I'm wearing my glasses and I, I can see a little bit better. Yeah. You, look, you see that you look I haven't super shaved or anything like that? Yeah, I like it. I like it. You like that? I, well, you know me in, in the manscaping that I'm totally against. You know me in the ladyscaping, which I'm you know halfway against well you're halfway yeah you know i mean there, there's you're more, a, you're there's more a than halfway against that well legs and armpits there's no question okay sure. no Get, question yeah bush yeah i'm okay either way yeah. go for it do do what makes you happy ladies that's yes i would say i would say to ladies do what makes you happy um unless it's about legs and armpits you got to get rid of that shit i'd say simmer down just simmer it down trim it down oh okay don't it doesn't have to be wild and free like you know you're at the Woodstock, you know, just, it doesn't have to be bald or nothing like dude, that. Dude, we're dude, all, dude. We're only two minutes in and you're already talking about this. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I'll tell you why I'm talking about this because we're going to be talking about a movie today called Innocent Blood and it came out in 1992. Mm-hmm. Within about the first two minutes of that, we know- Very, that, what a great segue. That, yeah, that ladies actually still had bushes in 92. Yeah, well, they so, probably still have them now. There's probably ladies out there that still have well, them. Well, not like ladies in movies. Not no. like not like that. Like, no. But yeah, not, yeah 1992. Yeah. And, now, that's a long time and, ago, though, and now. Like, literally, the movie starts, camera pans in, and beautiful-breasted uh, naked perky lady. Too. Perky, too. I, li- I like the nipples kind of pointed up, so it's like, ooh, it's like, yeah. it's like they were like, sometimes you look at, dude, trust me, I am a titty connoisseur, okay? Uh-huh. I love them all. But every once in a while when you're walking by and one's looking up, you know, they're kind of like, they're not angry, perky. but they're, yeah. they're they're perky and they're just like, hey, mother effer, yeah. check this out. I'm ready for some shit. Yeah. That, and that's, did you see how hey, I Hey, the my movie little... we got next week too, it's got some perky tits. What is it? Lovely mom. Oh yeah. I haven't seen that yet. So I can't, yeah, I, I can't wait. I, I'm glad, I'm glad that we're doing that one because you say it's good. I've never seen it. And like I said, man, and, and this this actually applies to this episode too. Uh, I use this podcast a lot for movies that I've never seen before. Right. So, which is um, good because yeah. you've seen a lot more movies than I've seen. Well, yeah, yeah, but and the, so I get to see a lot of movies that I never would have ever seen. Yeah, but the problem is too is maybe you miss out on some of the ones that you should see that you haven't seen. True. And we and, and we have added a couple of those to our list. For instance, uh, Cannibal Holocaust is coming up. You've never seen oh, that. Never. And, and you that's just one you have to watch, dude. Right, you have to watch it. I'm sorry, you. I mean, that, Argento. That, uh, no, absolutely Who's, not. That's uh, Ruggiero Diodato. Diodato. So yeah, that's him. And but I mean, it's something you know. I what? got my Diodatos, Argentos. Yeah, he all that mixed. He up. Italian. Yeah. He Italian. He's good yeah. to go though, dude. So uh, greetings. How's your week been, man? Uh, the same as always. Oh, oh. How's your week been? Fine. 
Yeah. Same as always. Except for it was harder because of the nice... We should do that thing it. like the same as it always is. You know, the talking heads? Same oh, as it no. always is. No, the arm, arm tappy. I don't know. I thought you were... Tap your I, forearm. I, your, I thought you were telling same me... Same as it always was. I thought you were telling me that, you, that you're a cutter right there. I thought that's yeah. what that was. Which is weird because no, you're, I, I only you're cut, not too old. I only cut my inner thighs. So I no one sees? Yeah. Is that weird? It's it, a mess down there, though. By the way, do you think people right now, uh, we're making fun of cutters a little bit. Do you think people right now who, who are cutters are like, those guys are assholes? I think they're saying, I think they know my pain. I think I'm going to keep listening. Oh, okay. Well, because, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I, I only say shit like that out of ignorance, okay? Sure. Because, I mean, no offense, but cutting yourself hurts. All right? And I don't... Yeah. I don't, I don't like pain. I mean, thankfully, I don't need to feel pain to feel anything. Right. You know? But that's that's because that's because I, I'm lucky. I'm one of the 1%. Yeah. Okay. You're one of the You're 1%, one of one of the one percent in yes. the emotional department. Yes. Uh. Yes, yes. It, it all comes back to politics, people. Anyway, we got a good 1%. show for you today. Okay. I'm an asshole. I know it. Uh, I, uh, but okay. you're not really part of the 1%. You mean like what 1%? Like the rich people, one percent. No, you're not Hell part of that. No. But you're part of the one percent mindset. Well, no, I'm not. No. You asshole. Well, what? I mean, what, what? Where were you going with that? No, I was, no, I was, I was going to move on. We're getting. Sorry, we're getting I was uh, meth. I had some yeah, meth. Yeah. There. I'm scratching away at my arm, and he's. Yeah, I, I, I saw a sore open up. Like, Ooh, God, that's hey, kind of. Maybe strange. he's got a problem. Maybe it's I like shouldn't I did, be talking about. I did a lot of meth this. before you got here. Sorry, I'm only pissed off because you did it before I got here. But whatever, that's cool, bro. Um, like I said, this show we got coming up today, uh, it's kind of going to be a, a, maybe, I don't know, it's going to be a hard one to describe because we're doing some music today by a goth legend, mm-hmm. Voltaire. Aurelio Hernandez Voltaire Consuelo Marstetti. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're doing his album called Uki Spooky, and now I got to say right now, people, so I can't remember, and, and, and this is a problem with having that list out of shit we're going to do in the future. Because I can't remember who who was like, hey, you guys should do this. I can't remember who it was, so I wish I could. Because we're going to blame or we're going to applaud you for how much we like it. Right. How much we had to hear it. One right. or the other. I'm not giving that away right now, okay? Blame or applaud. But we're going to be doing his album. Uh, Ookie Spooky. From 2007 called Ookie Spooky. And then, like I said, like you said we're going to be talking about Innocent Blood from 1992. A uh, couple things uh, that I wanted to mention before we really get going in this show. Uh, I'm just so you know, I'm going to be sending Corpse Collective video 17 into Zombie TV this weekend. Okay, Ooh. folks. So you got a new one. Uh, uh, and, and remember, uh, right now it's still kind of they, they've gone back. They've had to kind of re. They've had some weird issues with contractual bullshit. And so right now, Zombie TV is still only on the Roku, and it, right now it's a private channel. If you want to go to your Roku, add the private channel Zombie TV, Z O M B E E TV, all one word. You can go ahead and see episode 16, which is fairly new, is up, and uh, I'm going to be sending in episode 17 uh, this weekend. But having said all that, uh, I actually just wanted to mention that because I wanted we, you know, Shane and I have an announcement to make about the video show, Mm -hmm. about how we're going, you know, the schedule that we're going to be doing to start filming more episodes. That's correct. Um, For our silly little silly video, silly, it's silly. We do silly things, we do, don't we? And we're old too. I don't. I don't know why we're still doing silly things. Well, old and silly shouldn't be in the same sentence together. I agree. Sometimes right now we do. should be talking about uh, like uh, how shitty it is to have arthritis because we're four hundred one ks. And do you still wipe 
uh, you know, how do you wipe your ass? Do you think old people still talk do you about wipe that? Between or around or how do you do it? How What's do you most do it? Comfortable for me? Yeah, dude, I usually bidet. <laughs> I mean, only the classiest bidet. You and, don't. And, you no, don't, no, and you I'm just saying. I'm saying right now. I should have known that you bidet because of only the classiest do. That's great. That's not a water fountain in there, dude. Well, thankfully, I haven't been thirsty at most times when I go in there. I'll tell you what, right now. Mm-hmm. But speaking of our schedule for doing shows, um, what we're going to do is we're going to start taking the fourth Friday of every month to do a couple of new video shows. Um, and we're probably going to skip on the audio shows on that fourth Friday. Right. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I, I, so I don't three really a month from us for a while. We got to build up our catalog for the video show. Well, we still have quite a few, thankfully. In fact, uh, the the episode 17 that I'm going to be putting in, I don't. I think it's the. I don't even think it were the time. Remember when we had to go to downtown music and we had to, uh, uh, you know, film in, film in there yeah. real quick because Burt's wasn't open. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's the one I'm sending in. So the first one of those I'm sending in. Right. So. What I'm saying is, is we still have a big cash. We don't want to lose the cash, um, but at the same time, we are we're going to start, uh, you know, moving forward with some uh, production yeah. on that. So there you go. But just just to let you guys know, and and whatever, and I'm, it's the squirrel and the grasshopper oh, uh, situation. Yeah, right? because or whatever it was. Yeah, the squirrel puts the nuts. No, it was ants, the tree. ants and a grasshopper. Oh. Uh, squirrel though they put they put all they do the same thing but they put all their nuts in their cheeks. Not I, I have no idea they, actually. They I have, put them in their cheeks, I'm, then they put them in the tree, and the grasshopper was going. Well, I don't need to collect nothing. What are you, some kind of paleontologist? You know about that shit. So what I'm saying is, is that we're trying to be the squirrels that I, collect up the shows, so we have the cash. We like to keep our cash, our our penny absolutely. sack. Our powder basket full. Do you know what's so funny? Is some guy right now is like, oh my gosh, he just said paleontologist, and paleontology is the study of blah blah dinosaurs bones and shit. You know what? Okay, you know what? I now I'm all self conscious now that I'm like having people call me out, and I got lit up this week for all the mistakes I made last week. Okay, I got lit up. Okay, and I feel I haven't listened to mostly calls, but I have. I you know I feel like that uh, we're gonna we're gonna get some of those, but. So just I just wanted to quickly let everybody know about that, um, and really we're 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 at, we're at ten minutes. And Private we, channel Roku box Zombie TV one word. Absolutely, go there, go there do it, and you'll see episodes. Uh, well, I don't think all our episodes are up yet, but uh, sixteen and seventeen, the two new ones, Mr. should be some Lobos or every one of them. You up. you are so jealous of Mr. Lobo. I'm just saying. By, by the way, by the way, you want to know what's so funny too is I watched a movie last night uh, called uh, Asylum Erotica. I think it was what it's called, or The Erotic Asylum or something like that. It's on zombie TV right now. And uh, now, you know, we're not we're not using so many Roku, uh, you know, Pat uh, commercials anymore. We, right. You know, we've got sponsors, uh, you know, like the like the vodka, the zombie, uh, zombie something. Oh, yeah, vodka. that... Zombie blast! Yeah, uh, and zombie I and zombie blast! No, I didn't try that. Uh, I zo- tried it. No, that's a zombie blast. No, uh, I'm saying drink. I tried the vodka. Oh, you did? Yeah. How is it? It's vodka. Okay, don't say if it sucks because yeah, I think we are contractually obligated not to. Say I will. Vodka. I will. I will lean to the side of it's good. Okay. All right. Good enough. Yeah. Uh, would it do in a zombie apocalypse? Is the question. Uh, sure. Okay. Well, so you're not getting McDonald's commercials and Nicoderm commercials. Every commercial has 
Mr. Lobo slinging some shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I, every time I see that, I'm like, oh, Shane is going to love this yeah. <laughs> so he's much. Got, he's just, next commercial, Mr. Lobo. Let's just powder you a little more. You know what's so funny is they're selling. They're selling. Some, I mean, I mean, I don't want to be an asshole, but they're selling some funny shit. Like they're like, like knitted Cthulhu masks and stuff. Where like you put it over your face and it's like a ski mask except for it has Cthulhu like tentacles coming out where your mouth is and stuff like that. I'd and, buy that depending on how well Mr. Lobo sells that commercial. It's you funny. have to. The key to a good commercial is you have to make people go. Mm. Yeah, oh sure. I need to go buy well, that. Well, he's Mr. Right Lobo. Now. He is a professional. He knows what he's doing, dude. Plus, but he's also selling a, a Kaiju uh board game. Which Kaiju is, board which game. Which you know, like the like the giant monsters like like oh, the yeah, Japanese yeah. Monster, all that oh, stuff. Yeah, I think I saw yeah. that. Commercial. Oh, dude, that's so great. Anyway, okay, so what what were we talking about? Mr. Lobo. How oh, great yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. He's he's amazing. He yeah. I had breakfast with him one time. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what though, I was in no mood to talk. What did he order? He was there before I was. Fruit. No. He wanted a fruit bowl. No, I guarantee it. And also, it. it was like one of those hotel breakfasts where you just... Now, his wife, and, on the other hand, she ordered... She didn't order anything. She went and got her own shit. Oh. Like I said, like I was about to explain to you. You got up. Everything was there. You can get whatever you want. Okay? But she got the hash browns and sausage. He I, got the fruit bowl. Uh, I I don't remember. If that's true, she's the lady of my own heart. Because I know. That's what that's I got, what I'm too. Ta- I'm right. taking that. Uh, anyway, that. <laughs> anyway, before we get any more, uh, uh, I love, I'm in Mr. Lobo's freaking uh, You're his fan, fan club. club. I know. Yeah, okay. Up and I, I, hey, I'm I'm a fan of him, too. I'm just saying. You're you just know, jealous. I'm just saying. You are jealous of Mr. Lobo and the attention that zombie TV gives him over us. Let me say something, Okay, too. yeah. All let right, me. let's just say it right now. Yes, I am. Okay, well, let me so ask you what? something. Let me ask you something. I'll tell you why he's the favorite child. First of all, uh, he's the only show he's on- He's the firstborn from the channel, too. Oh, well, yeah, he's older than we are. Well, I mean, he was born to the channel first. I don't know. I, I don't know if he was or who was, but he gets the most watches. Guess who's, uh, you know, and, and I'll tell you why. We're a close second. Mm-hmm. I don't know how close we are, but we're second. Okay. That's what After Mr. Hey, don't worry about it, baby. You're 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 a close second. Yeah. By the way, he's 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 mouthing his uh, yeah, his, cig- cigar. his cigar. <sighs> Just, you're gonna be okay. So we're we're second. We love you, baby. We're second, and I know that you are a competitive mofo, and you want to beat Mr. Lobo at his own game. Also, number two, let me tell you why he's the favorite. We are clear out here in Salt Lake City. He's he doesn't live in uh, Virginia, and I, I can't what was a front. I can't remember what the city is. That where the where the studios I can't remember what that was called, but Winchester. No, Winchester was where the uh, where, where the Alamo was. Oh, yeah, that's right. Thing. So, it's, so that's like a, that's like an hour away or something. Right. Um, no. So, but he he goes from wherever he is to go film commercials there. Okay, he does a shit ton of commercials. Dale's like, hey, you guys, can can you do one commercial for us? And we freaking have. Tote be tow truck screwing up. Okay, I give so you he that. He wins, is what I'm saying. He is he is a company man more than we are. Not because I don't want to be, but because he's he's willing to go out there. Well, not willing, but he's also able because that's his job is to be a you know a super duper celebrity whatever. Sure. I mean, I am not slag. Can we get off this? I'm not slagging you. Him. I'm just saying. Can we? I'm just did saying. You just say, can we get off this to me? Because you know what? You're you talking sp- about company man. I'm just talking about. Oh, hey, goodness. here we are. We're doing our thing. We're not. Wow. You know. We're hey. We're all. We're all 
freaks in this dope show. Okay. All right. We're all, we're all what? We're all what? Was that we, Marilyn yeah. Manson? Oh, we're all stars in this fucking dope show. <laughs> That's all I'm talking all about. All right. All right. It's, it's Dale it's, loves us, right? Well, Dale loves us. Sure he does. But but Dale, Dale would love us more if we were there making him more of the bazingas. Well. All Which right. in, in this case means dollars and not boobs. Green beans. More green beans, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what we're going to do? You know what we're going to do? We're going to wipe the slate clean right now, and we're going to talk about the question of the episode. Okay. Okay. And now, here it is. I had so much other stuff to talk about, too, but we're already 15 minutes into it, and I'm just like, F it. You know what? I'm going to take one minute. Okay. I, I do. There's one thing I wanted to mention real quick, and I don't, I, and I'm not going to, uh, maybe I shouldn't even bring it up. But bring it up. I want to bring it up real quick, and it's something I texted you about yesterday. It's like, um, okay, and I just want, basically what this is, is this isn't a pat on the back for ourselves. This is a thank you so very much for oh, you yeah. people. Because uh, ever I lost my job about three months ago, and I went through a hell on earth week, and finally we got back to it, whatever, we got back to it in April, we did May and June, and yesterday night, I can't remember what I was looking at, but some said, hey, you know what, I was talking about numbers and in uh, uh, analytics, what was I doing? It doesn't matter. But anyway, so I'm like, hey, well, you know, I haven't, I and I hadn't looked at guaranteed nerd shit. You were talking about some kind I, of. You're break, probably right. Breaking the code, maybe. Okay, but for for whatever reason, I'm like, oh, you know, I have not. I hadn't looked at our numbers since before I lost my job. You know, which is three and some months ago. You right. Know? And I looked, and it turns out that May and June were our biggest months that that I, as a podcaster, have ever had not only like including cadaver lab including it all and not that is amazing not that makes that's yeah that makes me feel pretty goddamn good well you it go it, it makes you feel how you look so there you go huh. but what i'm what i'm saying is is we we had a higher monthly download right. and we had a higher per show obviously because i mean we, we per show we get x amount in the first month whatever that's higher and then you know the the overall downloads of all our uh, corpse cast uh, episodes all the way through episode one was hired. I just right. want to say thanks. I mean, and, and I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, but it makes me think it makes me, I want, I'm wondering to myself, well, I wonder if it's because people are trying to support me because we came back after a hard time. You know, it makes me a little yeah. verklempt, you know? Yeah. I just, you know, so I just want to say thanks guys. I mean, it's awesome. Shit. And you know, as a new podcast guy, this is my first podcast, my yeah, first run at it. Well, we're on episode seventy-two. And By the way, you didn't say wow. 72. I know, and I went out of my way not to do that. <laughs> but I want to say thank you because you know what? From the first episode till now, I've loved every goddamn minute of it. Oh, so me too. Wow. It's 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 very That's cool. Why I keep to, doing it, right? It's cool to hear. You know, when I get that text going, hey, wow, that's pretty. Yeah. You know, that's pretty cool because uh, I, you know, I was a fan of Cadaver Lab and the Cadaver Indies and all that. Sure. So to be part of this and then hear something like that, that's pretty sweet. Well, and like I said, I'm, I'm not saying this because a pat on my back. I'm saying, you know, our pat on our back or whatever, but I'm just saying this because, uh, you know, I guess I, I just, I just, I mean, not that, not that more numbers makes us any, uh, really does anything for us except for kind of show the support, you know. And I and I don't know, maybe maybe it's selfish of me to think that maybe people are just saying, "Hey, that was a close one, Mike," you know. But we're here for you, type of thing. That's how I'm sure. taking it anyway. I, I don't care if that's really what it is. That's how I'm taking it. Sure. All right, people. Anyway, we're moving on. Question of the episode: uh, What is your favorite horror subgenre, and why? You can be as granular as you want, uh, and also give us some examples as stands out standouts of movies. In this subgenre, as as you see them, 
Okay. Okay. Now break that down as far as subgenre. What do you mean by that? Well, okay. So you have a horror movies, right? A horror. Then movies. you have your slasher movie, right? But possession then, movie. Then, well, oh, yeah, but you could even make it. You put, you know, you have slasher, oh. possession, whatever. You could even be more granular than that, right? Like, like your your uh, pardon me, hillbilly slasher, oh, or your okay. hillbilly slasher. Uh, like while wearing pumps. I don't care Ooh. how granular you are. Right. But it's whatever you want it to be. We just want to hear from the folks, want to hear what they've got to say. And I'll tell you what, I also feel like I'm going to get a lot of shit during these, uh, during these uh, uh, voicemails as well. But you know what? There's nothing like taking your medicine. Okay. That's taken. But I want to say one thing before we go into a call from Anthony. If, you, if, if we have said that we're going to send you something, you need to email me at mike at corpsecollective.com. You need to email me your address. I might know your address. I might whatever, but it's kind of, it kind of serves as a to-do to do list, list for me yeah. too. So I and I can't remember who we all stuff from last week. I didn't get one email last week. I didn't get one email. So or, or like creep. an address email. Oh, was it creep? Yeah, I didn't get creep's did creep address. Call you out last time and uh, oh, that's right. And creep gave me shit. But you're doing a podcast with him. Do you really have to send him anything? I'm a man of my word. I mean, but really, he, though. Yes. You're doing the spew. I'm a man of my word. Okay. I'm a man so of my word. A, no, Speaking of the spew, nothing. we're going to release that on Sunday. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and get into the question of the episode. End of our voicemails. Anthony, take it away. Mike and Shane, uh, Anthony here. Uh, I'm going through my uh, weekly ritual of uh, uh, driving off. home and listening to the latest episode. Oh. That's, uh, you know, Saturday after I get off of work. <laughs> I usually wait till like, Monday or Tuesday when I listen to the whole show to call in, but I'm just hearing Shane completely diss all over, you know, Guns N' Roses. Huge illusion. You need to call him out. I had to call in. Call me out. Call me. We're like, we're like five, let's see. We're like, we're not even 30 seconds into our first voicemail, but let me tell you something. Call me. Not only this week have I heard, did I listen to Usual Illusion 1 and 2 this week, but I also listened to Chinese Democracy. And though it's not stellar, I thought you said, you. I thought you said in the group you were going to take one song a, a day. Well, I did one song one day, and then I did the rest of the album the next day. Oh. So I lied. I lied, people. I'll say, send me your email me your address, Shane, and uh, I'll email you a package uh, okay. of your own shit. Okay. All right. All right. I'm just saying, I really enjoyed. I all forgot right. about all that. That's here. Okay. Guns and Roses back then, man, they had the potential to be the next Rolling Stones. Like they could have, you know. Being right there, and the illusions being such a oh, you know, pompous, arrogant, you know, yeah. fucking cocksucker. Um, even with that being said, you know, them as a band back then were just unreal. And I, I have just got to side with Mike on this one. Oh, of course, because I'm right. You're, you're pretty off, my man. How dare <laughs> you? But uh, I'll call back after, you know, I listen to the rest of the episode and find out the question and all that good stuff. But. <laughs> I just, I just had to let my, uh, my peace be known. I can't believe you're dishing all over. There's a fire like inside that. Anthony's nice. belly that he had. I like to that because I hear it in his soul. Hell yeah! I hear it inside of him. I hear him going. You know what? I've got some conviction on this. By I'm, the way, have you ever thought about going into being a uh, like a preacher? Because you're oh, going yeah. off. You're going off right now. But I'm saying that's amazing. He's got it. He's got it inside him. He's saying, you know what? <laughs> This will not stand. This, 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 
stupidity that this man is laying down upon this fucking podcast saying that those albums are fucking poo shit will not stand. And I like that. By the way, can I, can I do a little public service announcement for everybody who has a Roku box? As if zombie TV wasn't a good enough reason to get a Roku box, they now have this public... Or, well, and Lobo. <laughs> okay. Are we going to get going on Lobo no, no, again? No, okay. No. Okay. Uh, I'm teasing. But uh, no, there is a channel on there called Mullet that has like all these 80s bands, live concert footage, like they were ripped from VHS or something. Me and my kids watched uh, freaking, uh, what was that one? Oh, it was in Southern California. It was uh, Van Halen. You, what was that video where, where Eddie Van Halen's wearing like the red overalls or whatever those were and like the... In, in the David Lee was Roth. David Lee Roth in the band? Yeah, David Lee Roth was like jumping around. My daughter looked at me and said, he must do gymnastics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was, yeah, dude, it was awesome. And then I watched, uh, then I watched that, uh, the concert from Guns N' Roses. Uh, the one where they got the- MTV. Uh, well, no, no, no. This was, no, no. This was the one, they did it in South America somewhere, or Central America. And it was the one where he had the, 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 the microphone, the wireless microphone with the blue handle and the white fuzzy thing on the top. And uh, it's they made the video of "Live and Let Die," you know, with with oh, footage yeah, from that. Yeah. You know that one? Yeah. And it was there. It's all there. Wasn't Go- their song? Great version. Oh, well, wasn't I theirs? Know. I don't. I don't really care Live for. I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I don't really care for either one of the versions. Not even the Beatles or oh, Paul McCartney or whoever that was. You're I'm sorry, you're fucking barbers. Well, of course I am. Okay. Uh, Wolfie called in. You know what's funny is I noticed that Wolfie called in a lot later. A couple ones, so I think this might be a, a random hi. That my name, like just like Anthony did hi, I'm calling him because I got some shit going on in my guts. This might be so one of those. Sam Paul McCartney. No. You and your, your heart was an open book. I don't care for that song. Don't give me shit about not oh. liking Paul McCartney because I like I like Anthony. I think you got bigger fish to fry. No, right no, no, there. no. It's just that song. I like Paul McCartney. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What what song are we doing if I lose the trivia challenge again? You're doing, uh... Maybe I'm amazed at the way that you love me all the time. All right, we're going to go off. Wolfie's right here. Mike, Shane, Wolfman calling in here about the Duff McKagan and Guns N' Roses spaghetti incident controversy. Yes, remember that? You're both right. Spaghetti incident. No, we're not. Guns N' Roses album. Duff McKagan did a lot of the vocals. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it was Duff solo stuff. This means Mike was wrong and that somebody is not getting a, a prize package for that one because no. neither of you were technically wrong. No, I was right still. On the other it hand, still was Guns and Roses. neither of you were technically right, so does that mean that Mike was I was technically right. right. I knew Duff McKagan had a lot to do with it. Well, he did have a lot to do with it, but it's still a Guns N' Roses about album. about the fact that somebody would and... This is turning into a Star Trek episode. I'm going to hang up and call you guys back later. <laughs> Bye. All I'm saying is, is let's say, let's say that there's a die monster die. Okay, they're coming out with a new album. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And there's a there's a guy. I don't know if you know him. He's handsome. His name's Meat Whistle. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and he's, he's like, looking. he's like, you know what? I want to sing for one song. And he sings one song. It's still die monster die. It ain't Meat Whistle's like solo album. That's all I'm saying. No. I'm not taking the deuce on that, Wolfie. That's a good point, but I'm not taking the deuce. Well, he said we were both right, so it no, doesn't no, no, cancel no, no, out. No, 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 no. He said we were both wrong. Okay, that's fine. No, so it's we... not fine. I'm not wrong. I'm kidding. I'm I'm getting a little like a. Well, you're kind of wrong. No, I'm not wrong at all. 
Because I said Duff McKagan. No, you shit. said that was his solo album. Oh, that, well, that's true. So I'm I was okay. more wrong than you're wrong, but you're wrong too. At least, okay. Well, uh, Zombie Rose 13 called in. Hey, this is Zombie Rose. I want to pause it real quick too. Because, Zombie Rose 13. Because you want to know what's funny is he called in now, and then he also has one later on down the road. And now oh. that we do them, now that we do them like in uh, in you know, chronological Rose, order, Rose, so I, I think I think people like the early the early calls are <laughs> Zombie Rose. I get it, but uh, who was that? That was uh, Resurrect. Rose. Resurrect hey, is you're amazing. fucking good. Son. Yeah, awesome. But uh, dude, Zombie Rose. I th- I think we're just getting rid of the people who had that gut instinct to call in real quick. Okay. Thirteen from Northern California. What's up? Um, Shane. Yeah, I love you, man, but you're wrong. Jeff McKagan never was in a band. MCA incident. He was only... Uh, he knows what he's talking about. Did kind of end their <laughs> first run. Zombie, why you want to tell um, me like this that? This was a hot button issue. And Chinese democracy. I got a chance to see Guns N' Roses play in Vegas uh, in October of last year. Oh, cool. Um, surprisingly, uh, really good. Really? And actually, the, the shit songs where they're played now are different than they are on the album, so it's really not a great representation of how the songs should have been played. Right. Because they really do fit in with the catalog. Um, going back to listen to the episode, uh, talk to you guys later. Oh, see, see, this, like I said, this was another one where he had to get some shit off his chest real quick. Yeah. And I'm glad when people get shit off their chest by telling you. Oh, I, you that's fine. I can take my, I can take my, I, I am willing to deal with the fact that I'm wrong. Speaking of taking your medicine, mm-hmm. creep called in, and I listened to the first part of this, and I, and I'm about to take mine, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Hey guys, it's creep. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm very flattered that Mike oh. likes my, my hairdo. Uh, he shaved um, it. Yes, it's but beautiful. Mike, I am. Horribly sorry about the beating you're about to take right now. <laughs> oh, I love it. First, I'm going to agree with Shane about Guns N' Roses. What? Thank you. People now, are crazy. Not for the reasons that you think. Uh, personally, I think Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 is um, not amazing as it could have They're been kind of if amazing. they just would have made one album. I agree. They the should have taken the best ones from those sessions. And I, I totally agree with that. Fucking trumped appetite, or been like right there with it. I think right there um, with it, and then had just like a badass fucking like B side album come out six months later or something. I agree, but um, trying to just make a double album to make a double album, and not to release it as a double album, but have two different releases on the same day to make everyone get yeah, cheese dick. Yeah, it was yeah, they had time. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Was kind of fucked. But um, I had to steal uh, two CDs yeah, instead of one. Illusion could have been amazing, but it wasn't. So there's that. But Mike, dude, Friday the Thirteenth Three, Dream Warriors, come on, dude, I know. and fucking Friday I I, the Thirteenth, nineteen eighty. I got okay. There's two big things, and I got this a lot of shit on the Facebook group and stuff. This show is a flow of consciousness. Sometimes right. my, my sometimes my mouth. Moves faster than my brain, and I said when we we're doing when we were playing those music that that uh, like the Dream music Dream Warriors, yeah. And you I went, said Friday the Thirteenth, Dream Warriors, and I said Friday the Thirteenth, or I said uh, Freddy Krueger, uh, Krueger. Uh, I, I probably uh, didn't even recognize. I didn't. It didn't even. So you're messing with my mind now. No, yeah, sorry. No, I was wrong. And also, 
Turn, wanna dream no more. It turns George out George Lynch on the guitar there. Which, by the Donnie way, he Dawkins. is looking hot as shit in that. I mean, what? Yeah. Huh? He's good. That's the, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That his fingers. <laughs> no, but he's right. For all these years, I have thought that Friday the Thirteenth was 1981, but it's 1980, right. and that's my bad. So, creep. You're you, just so oh, you he's know, calling you out just on a year difference. Yeah. Thought, well, and I, that's fine, and that's okay. That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. But what I'm saying is, is since creep, you didn't email me your address last time. Yeah, you're only getting one package if you email me this time. So mm-hmm. if you, so you'll put some splooge and some, some that may be all beads. he gets. I maybe get rid of those anal beads. Nah, I got, I got unless you're gonna already. use them. I got rid of them already. Oh, uh, I just threw them out because I couldn't risk my kids finding them. So you just threw them away? Well, I I don't know. No, 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 no. retarded girls running around the neighborhood going. Because <laughs> 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 no, no. I, I have a, I have a. No, I know. I, in fact, I know exactly where they are. I have a box in in the Nona room, my office, that has in it. It has those anal beads. <laughs> it has a uh, uh, cinema sewer. Was it cinema sewer? I have a, I have a, I have a, a, you know what cinema sewer is? It's a book that it's like really trashy, whatever. I have a a, a book of that. And then a little while back, I got a movie from a director called Sweet Prudence. Uh, And I can't remember the rest of the movie, but basically it was a, it was a softcore porn. That sounds familiar. It was a softcore porn uh, Bigfoot movie. And I still, and I have that there and I can't bring myself to throw it away or get rid of it. But I just, I can't all I can't afford to have any kids find it either. Okay, so. so let me just tell you this right now: if Papa dies, and and the kids they go in and they break down every little thing and they go, "Remember Papa? He, he yeah." Loved I need you to go in there. You're gonna have that shoebox with anal beads, sweet prudence, and shit <laughs> in it, and they're gonna go, "What yeah. was Daddy doing?" You know, because most of the good stuff you can throw up in you know Chrome, your internet browser, and go into an incognito window, and you can. Watch whatever you want. Nobody's going to be the wiser. But yeah, those are the three things that I own. And it goes right back to the well, shoebox. Well, I do, I do have a lot of like movies like uh, Justine Desaad and a bunch of like, like what if they watch Thriller or Cruel Picture or something like that, you know? I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want that to happen. No, I mean like a shoebox with no, anal I, beads I, and no, shit. No, that I, have, I have three. I Daddy have three was kind of funky. I mean, now we're, we're shooting into the future, so they're in their 20s Well, here's, here's the they thing. They find that shoebox. Well, they they open that. it up, and they're like... Yeah, go, Dad. No, he's no, because the anal beads. Because I'll tell you, no, I wasn't into the anal beads because they're still in their package. <laughs> so they're just like, oh, well, he had. Well, one, but he never... you can pass the family uh, tree. Here's what I'm most worried about: when I die, somebody's gonna find somehow they're gonna find this podcast or or cadaver live out there somewhere and listen to all those episodes, and they're gonna realize Dad was an a hole. That's oh, what is I'm that what you're worried about? about? That's mostly what I'm worried about. Oh my god, that's small potatoes compared to them anal that's the beads. Fucking worst, I know, fucking thing ever. I'm sorry. Is a uh, cancer in that band that does Human Fly? That. Oh, yeah. oh, what the cramps? No, 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 no. He thought oh, that Dinah cancer that, is Dinah cancer and cramps. Me, no, hit me deep down. He said the. Um, but he's yeah, talking about totally forty-five grave the... and uh, oh yeah, yeah. Because he I, said cause... and that band that does the human. No, fly, no, no. no which is I the made cramps. that mistake. I made the mistake thinking oh, that Dinah gotcha. Grave or Dinah Cancer, Dinah Cancer was in the cramps. Right. And I got correct. that mixed up, and I sorry, sorry I screwed Creed. that up. Yeah, that's what I screwed up because she's in forty-five grave. She's in forty-five grave and the human who, fly. Who's the, and who's the girl who was in the cramps who did human fly? That's Poison Ivy. 
and, so and I made locks interior. <laughs> so, okay. So those are the big three that I got a lot of shit okay, for. So I, I, I'm sorry, creep. Let's get that out of the way right now. I, I, you know, no, I got to tell you, he's right. You're wrong. He's right. He's yeah. right. Yeah, I know. He is right. You are wrong. No, I know that. I okay. know. So that's what I'm saying. So send me your email address. And I'll send you some shit. Maybe I'll even put in a uh, Creeperson patch. Hey, you know, because I bought he pay I, it forward. Well, pay I bought it, a pay it round. I bought it. I bought a couple DVDs from Creep Smart, and he he sent some creeps uh, uh, like patches in there. And I don't know what I'm gonna do with with patches. What am I gonna do? I I mean, I can't I can't sew them to T-shirts. And I know I wear T-shirts unless I'm at work, and I ain't wearing those to work. Right, right. Well, you put, you get yourself a Levi jacket, then you you. That, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. You wear that when you're, you know. Plus, I saved one. I saved one of everything for me. Okay, he sent yeah. like ten creepers and package er, er, patches. I'm thinking he wants to unload them, just like we want to unload our shit. Right. And by the way, I still owe Bo a package. I put it together. I just haven't mailed it out because I've spent my allowance. Yeah. <laughs> I've been so frivolous with my spending habits this last couple of weeks. So. Yeah, that's yeah. good stuff, though. So, yeah. So it's been fun as shit, and, and we, we did get, quote-unquote, supplies for tonight, and we, we could afford that and stuff like that. But let's just say I'm going to be bringing my lunch to work until next payday, shall we? Hey, it's, life is hard. And then you, well, well, life's a joke, and then you croak. How's that? All right, here we go. Hey, good. The question of the episode last week, uh, I just thought it was like a fucking song. I wasn't even thinking. But if we're going to get, um, like, gritty on the fucking the rock anthems and shit like that, I mean, fucking uh, the return of the fucking Living Dead soundtrack is like oh, yeah. the most amazing thing ever. It is. Um, it has the Cramps and 45 Grave on it. Mike. Isn't Dinah um, Cancer in one of those good. bands? I'm not sure which. Um, but John, I'm with John Young and fucking Terry Reed. That album's fucking ridiculously amazing. Oh, I've um, listened but, to it a uh, lot too, since the soundtrack, fucking amazing. But if we just wanted to pick a song out, you know, I know Mike's going to want to hear um, on our own uh, Bobby Brown rock jingle from Ghostbusters 2, <laughs> which I was a big fan of when it came out. I and I guess we're gonna... That's besides the point. Bobby um, Brown. But, um, I love it. Party we got, drop we got, we got. the Monster Squad. Every time I'm doing a montage, Body I'm getting ready. But, um, that's that's the, the bomb track. I forgot about that. That's a great song. He's done. I don't know if he said he was done, but he didn't call back in. But you remember that song, dude? Party till you drop. Party till your hot stops or something like that. I don't know uh, if those are. But yeah, that's a I'd great tune. I, I don't oh, remember. That's a great it. tune, dude. Uh, Creep, thank you for for wasting me on that. I deserve it. And I was telling if you guys, if you've never seen because you because you're you're less of a man. You don't like sports, which I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, don't I don't understand like them at all. But there's a show called Pardon the Interruption. It's called PTI for short. Mm-hmm. Basically, these two dudes kind of just talk about subject after subject after subject, and they just kind of talk, mm-hmm. and they're kind of going. And they have a guy there the whole time that sits there and like. Like listens to everything they say and checks all their facts. And at the end of the show, they give them like two minutes to waste them and say, "Oh, by the way, this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong." Right. So basically, what I'm saying is, I think we need one of those for this show. We need somebody here, and we'll give them two minutes at the end of the show to tell. That's you know, not we, a bad idea. Well, the problem is, is we don't have any internet here because your modem sucks. And then uh, because that he'd have to like be fact checking everything is what I'm saying. Oh, that's true. Uh, anyway, uh, Creed, thanks for calling in, man. Send me your address. Uh, Jake the Snake called in. The Jaker. 
What's up, Mike and Shane? The it big is snake in town. Ooh. Uh, well, I try to call in as soon as I can to uh, call you out on a few things. Oh, but, everybody's um, in on it. I just checked out the Facebook group, and I think uh, Wolfie's <laughs> beating me to a few <laughs> things. So. Yeah. Oh, well. He's fast well, on the draw. Next time. <clears throat> no, uh... Yeah, so Clearing up, clearing from. Oh, he's ready for some shit. Movie this week. I mean, I freaking love Devil Driver. And you see, guys, even though I love Lordy and Flip Duck, I can still have good taste in music. Can I not? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Devil Driver in live. That was an amazing. I love that album. Dude. Bad ass show. I've still been listening to mm-hmm. it. I I recommend seeing them, Mike. So I'm kind of jealous you saw a coal chamber. Yeah. So I guess we're kind of even. <laughs> um, the movie, Hello, Mary Lou. Uh, Freaking great movie. I mean, so hey, much fun. Man. Mm-hmm. man, you disappoint me, bro. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good movie. Just fun, fun, fun overall. Yeah. And, Although it's got a butter no face. Mary Lou titties though. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see. Him. I would like to remind me of. I got. I got. A, I got a comment about that and after that's his. That's the voice definition movie. of that word. Everything but her face. That's for the butter face. Series, uh, I'll get thoughts on them just in case you don't cover them. Um, first prom night. All I can say is, nor nor. Yeah, don't care for it. I gotta rewatch it. Three, Even though he doesn't care, care for it, I haven't either. seen it so I long. love a good horror comedy, but this one just got too damn goofy for me. I mean, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm probably the only person in the world who really likes Prop Night Four. I know, I know. It's just so cool. I mean, the killer in the movie, such badass. And yeah, I like that one. And, uh, uh uh, Prom Night remake. One thing is, is the chicks, chicks in the Prom Night remake okay. were pretty hot, though. Uh, you gotta give them that. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, of slasher movies, what? Oh, I think I'm pretty close to getting GP'd, so I will call it back. <laughs> Saves next time. Saves next channel. <laughs> Same snake time. <laughs> oh, that's great. By the way, yeah, you know what I got? I got a couple of emails. I got like uh, I got two emails this week telling me that um, for some reason, uh, Hello Mary Lou Prom Night Two is like the horror movie that gay dudes love. Really? Every gay dude on the planet loves that movie. And I, you know, I mean, I don't know what that means since I. What's like- the other gay the horror movie that gays? Uh, oh, Phantasm. Is that right? Why? I I've I've heard that like Phantasm or Phantasm Two is like the the gay. <laughs> really? It's like oh, it's a it's a gay. Uh, it's a he's having a gay. Are you sure it's not Nightmare on Elm Street Two? No. Well, Uh-oh. that too. <laughs> very yeah, very well. That guy was gay as the. But, fucking but let me tell you something. I mean, in what I don't. And here's my problem. I'll tell you what. Back in the day when Sam and I were doing Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. I didn't really see a lot of gay context, you know, so it's like, maybe, I don't know if the I... The montage of him cleaning the room and shit. You never did that? You never yeah, did but that? I was listening to dirty shit. Okay, but what Fuck I... Fuck like a beast What I'm saying, though, is, is it's like, that's just, to me, the 80s were just, 
You know, I mean, they were just crazy and flamboyant. Is you know, and you didn't have to be gay to be flamboyant back that then. That is a great way to put that. The eighties, yeah, I totally because, agree. Like anyone, everyone was like, "Man, I just dress the way I want to dress." I used to wear. I've got this. Yeah, and that, I used to and wear freaking my hair and like hot pink, like basketball shorts. You know, me and my dad won some church basketball tournaments, like the hot shot. Hot go, pink. Hot, in hot, we both had hot pink basketball shorts. Yeah, and I turned out less than gay. Okay. Wow. But but here but here's what I'm saying. I and maybe that's fine. I don't. I and I mean now I see it. I mean obviously I see Friday Thirteenth Part Two. But back then I didn't. I mean I I just enjoyed the a movie. shower scene and all that. I did not. It didn't register to me back then. Like I said, it does now. But now I, I think about Mary Lou Prom Night Two, and somebody told me that I'm just like, really? Yeah, I don't I, see that. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Where. know. Whatever. Maybe it's because they're catty girls and stuff. I don't. I, don't I just wanted that confirmation when Katie got naked. Yeah. I was like, she wore her pants cleared up to her fucking belly button, <laughs> and I said she's got some long buns. Yeah. And then as soon as she got naked, I went, "Yup, long buns," and I could spot them. <laughs> Even through those pleats, I could spot the long buns. Oh, that is beautiful. Now that's not saying that long buns aren't. You know, fine. Long but, well, the 80s accentuated the long buns with those acid-washed pleated jeans. Yeah. Those were bad, dude. Those were Clear bad. Clear up to the belly button, man. Uh, J- like, it, like Jake Cinch promised. Cinch that belt as tight as you can get it <laughs> over the belly button, <laughs> and let's go for it. Oh, my gosh. I've got to. You've, you've given me the, the, the little pain right here in my it's upper gut. Attack. Because it, No, it's not, because I'm laughing so hard. You're funny, is what yeah. I'm saying. Jake the Snake called back in. Oh. And I'm back. Okay, so, question of the episode, favorite subgenre of horror movies? Well, if you can tell from where I left off of, definitely slasher movies. I mean, that's pretty much how I started watching horror movies. I mean, because of the movie Scream, that helped a whole lot. And, uh, you know, I, of course, moved on to the, uh, the classics, and, you know, I was just, for a while there was watching nothing but slasher movies. Oh, yeah. Saying, yeah, nothing wrong with that, but I was like, I gotta start getting to, like, the ghost, vampire, werewolf type, <laughs> and other types of movies. But, uh, yeah, man, hey, you just can never go wrong with a good slasher. I mean, good, good. Oh, they're like, they're like the meat and potatoes of horror movies. Yeah, and that's that's part of fun. And the cheesy acting, too. So, uh, good examples. I mean, of course, got to mention the classic Halloween, Friday the 13th. Right. From 1980. Uh, and I've got quite a few favorites. I mean, Sleep, Sleep Away Camp. Mm, that's probably like my, probably my number one favorite. And, uh, really? The Girls Night Out. I freaking love that well. one. Two. Right. Uh, we got one like The Prowlers. Uh, let me check my collection, see if I can see more. Oh, he's just he's just trying to tell oh, us how awesome he is because his collection. That's a good one. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I just uh, mentioned the bullet. Oh, Sounds like Pete's dragon. I don't want to spend most of this voicemail searching through my collection. I love you. I think too. I mentioned some. <laughs> Pretty damn. Oh, my bloody Valentine. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. How that's a good one. My bloody Valentine. Oh yeah, slasher favorite sub genre ever, and that is all for today. Goodbye.
Oh, Jaker, the, the snake. The snake, the man, the pile driver with the giant <laughs> snake. Oh, yeah. You gotta eat some shit. Why? Some, some beef jerky. Dude, that's Slim Jims, first of all. I don't know if you can say that beef jerky. Number two is Bill Cosby all of a sudden a Beef wrestler? jerky we won't get sued for. If I say Slim Jim. <laughs> oh, because it's a brand. It's a brand. <laughs> so I say, eat some beef jerky. Dude, you, you're, you're always one yeah. step ahead of me. Dude, Anthony called back in. <laughs> I know I'm always one step. Hey, uh, Mike and Shane. Uh, Anthony here. Uh, another good episode, gentlemen. Um, you know, Devil Driver, that's just in quality. You know, good, hardcore rock and stuff right there. And uh, Prom Night 2 is just, you know, sort of like your typical fun uh, oh, yeah. 80s slasher. Apparently you're uh, gay. It's just a fun little movie. Um, for the question of the episode, like the subgenre, um, mine is kind of like a, a bit of a, a mashup. Um, it's sort of like the, uh, the real life sort of horror, like things that could actually happen. Oh. And then within that, sort of like when there's a group, like a, either a family or a group of people who are all sort of collectively psychotic. Oh, or, like Texas you know, Chainsaw. Crazy. And, um, you know, that kind of yeah. goes back to, I guess, Psycho, really, or uh, M, if you ever saw that, the uh, oh, yeah. Peter Lorre film, it's just, I think it's from, like, the 30s, and it's yeah. just ridiculously well done. Um, But, uh, you know, like, Psycho and uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, they were both um, yeah, they, he's uh, got inspired a good by the, yeah. the true story of Ed Gein, and I think, you know, any horror fan knows, you know, who Ed Gein is, and and how that sort of worked out. But, you know, Texas Chainsaw, at least to, to my um, recollection, would be like the first one where there was like a group of people, you know, nothing supernatural, just they're psychotic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, like Deliverance falls into that. Um, Henry portrait of a serial Shit, killer, that, where yeah. it's like Henry and his buddy, and, you know, they're doing things together. Um, more recently, like uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, I love and, uh, that. Devil's Rejects. Even though House of a Thousand Corpses, there was like a little, you know, Doctor Satan sort of subplot. Yeah, I thought it was great. They basically dropped yeah. that completely. Um, For Devil's you know, Rejects. In, in Devil's Rejects, and you know, just another example, just like a group. Um, and then like a bunch of bunch of movies, man, like The French, uh, Frontiers, uh, Calvaire, um, them. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, like the loved ones, which you guys were talking about. Oh, yeah. Episode, I, I uh, forgot enough. Um, Mom and Dad. Uh, oh, I forgot murder, about Mom and Dad. Um, oh, yeah, that was awful. State, strangers, you know, all these, uh, you know, girl next door, they're all sort of, you know, things that could actually happen in real life, which kind of, you know, makes it a little more frightening, at least in my opinion. Uh, this is an interesting um, take, though. And then it, it, I don't even know if you would classify it as horror, but there's this movie, I think it's French also, because they're extremely fucked up, uh, called Ball Tooth, which is about... Huh. Ball Tooth? Oh, he got GP'd. You know, can I mention one thing before he called back in, but let me mention one thing real quick. It's interesting that the like the real-life kind of horror movie is so popular with a lot of people, because it's like... I find well for me, and maybe maybe this isn't. I I don't even know. I'm not even gonna say it, but but 
basically I watch movies to escape, you know, yeah. to kind of go in there. But for real life stuff, that's I don't know. I mean, I like it, and they're sure. really good movies. That's just a harder one for me, maybe you know. And that's just me. Whatever. The Strangers. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah, a good I got cut off again. Um, but no, I was saying a uh, dog tooth. Um, not really a horror movie per se, but it's about this family and they sort of live in their own little self-contained world. Um, like the father basically is the only one who like leaves the the premises of their home and, and they just have this skewed view of the world, you know, from what their parents have, you know, told them. Um, right. like they have no clue what reality actually is, like. They see a plane fly over, and the you know the father gets a toy plane and throws the it in the yard, and he right. say, says that the plane crashed, and you know the kids are all just like, well, yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, if you ever get a chance, check it out. Check it out, man. It's uh, it, it's pretty badass. But uh, that's about I'd it. Like to see um, that. As always, man, you guys do an excellent job. Keep it up, and uh, be well. Thanks, man. Oh, there he is. So yeah, the, I mean. That, that's I like him driving in his car. Yeah, I felt a little more inspiration. Yeah, he was. Some, it, it, he maybe was he like, just took some speed or something. some highway to the danger zone kind of style, you know that. But I love him both ways. Sure, take both ways. That is an interesting one for me. That I mean, I like movies like that, but I don't tend to gravitate towards those because they don't have the escapism for me quite as much. But like I said, I mean, to each their own. That, that's just an interesting one. That wasn't one I thought that we would hear about. So, yeah. I mean, not that I thought about it. Kind of like a supernatural as opposed to real life. Yeah, because it's like of... that, that shit can happen and that sucks balls. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, shit, I didn't escape from, you know, my boring life at all. But whatever. My life is amazing, not boring at all. But uh, Paul G called in. Oh, hey guys, the gooder. Paul G here, just calling in to answer the previous question of the episode since I didn't make it last week. Um, really quick. We're driving around uh, our towns. I guess nope. my favorite song in movies, uh, I really like You're No Good in a House when he blows up the, the oh. monster that was previously his wife. I think that, um, was that the also, second one that brought uh, us? Five Graves, Party Turn, and uh, Return right. of the Living Dead. Mm. And... Um, uh, Burning Flames by Rocky Erickson, also in uh, Oh, the you love that guy. Good times. Um, wow. That's all I got. Uh, have a good week. Uh, bye-bye. Ah, thanks, Paul G. In and out. He's we got new Rocky Erickson on the list somewhere. Uh, Yeah, we do. The coming E-Wons. up. Coming up. Yep, uh, we do. I got to get that from you, too. Cause I don't hell have yeah. <laughs> the Gutierrez. Gautier. He had us. All right. Troy called in. Oh, Troy. Hey, what's going on, Mike and Shane? Um, this is Troy from the my creator, buddy. of Utard and uh, calling Utards. in to get back with you on a lot of other things from the episodes. And I forgot about the uh, gypsies at the by the heavy metal. Oh shop yeah, there. yeah, they yeah. Were in the ass at that time too. Um, what else was there? Anyway, about the question of the episode of previous one was uh, for soundtracks. Uh, I give it a lot of thought, and uh, I think that there's a lot of, um, uh, there's two actually, what do you call it? there's two guys that do each one of them, mm. and one of them is called Mox Arcana, and oh, the yeah. other one's Midnight Syndicate. They're both creepy. They some brilliant stuff that could be used in movies and uh, audio.
audiobooks. Yeah, it's not like it's not like uh, it's like background ethereal type of Knox Arcana and Midnight Syndicate. And it's really good. You check them out if you heard of them. Yeah, you know, and that'd be cool. Anyway, uh, a lot of stuff. I, I think Alice Cooper's uh, Man Behind the Mask. In you know, part six. Man Behind the Mask. My favorite. That was really cool for, for bringing into a... Video was cheese dick. Probably one of my favorite uh, Friday the 13th. And, uh, part six, baby. What else was I going to talk about? Anyway, also the Devil Driver. Uh, I've seen them uh, probably about a year and a half ago at, in the venue. And then when... Mike, you said something about how old you feel. That is a show I felt like an old man. And oh, really? Couldn't keep up, couldn't do anything. Oh. That thing just <laughs> blew my top off, man. It was brutal. But uh, they're they're a band for your aggressive, you know, getting venting and get off steam and everything nice. like that. And Lamb of God was another band that did that. Oh, yeah. It's just like, man, these guys are just off the hook. Lamb of um, God Redneck is one of the greatest so tunes anyway, ever. Uh, the second episode, or the new, new episode with the subgenre, I'd have to say the classic universal horror movies. They kind of branch off of everything. And, sure. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, with the vampires, the monsters, everything like that. Um, yeah, those also are the And I like all of that shit, man. Yeah. I can just melt into the seat and watch all of them. Yep. I'm a sucker for. So anyway, I'm going to get GP'd, so I'm going to let it go. And I'll talk to you later. Bye. Let it go like a soldier. You know what I like about those Universal movies too is you can just turn those on at any time, no matter. I mean, no matter how many times you've seen them, because everybody's seen those a hundred times. Yeah. I can still turn those on. The kids can come in and out, running, you know, Relax whatever. Yeah, it's and good just time. Those melt are, in. Those are great. Um, it's like those Lord of the Ring movies for me. Oh yeah! You put them on. You lay on the couch. You fall asleep. You wake up. You fall asleep. You, you wake know where up. you're at. Plus, they're eight hours longer. That's how long you need to sleep. So it's per. It's time perfect. You just enjoy there it. There you go. Uh, we have a brand new caller next. Oh, blood clot ninety nine. Uh, Amanda. That's way less. Amanda. Weird. Yeah. Ooh. Take it by surprise, Amanda. Hi, Shane. Hi, Mike. This is Amanda. I've been Hi. listening for a while, but I figured I should call in. Yes. one more female listener to add to the rank. And we need mm-hmm. a, it's a sausage um, fest up in this bitch. I really called in because um, you had two questions. Your, your previous question from two weeks ago, songs and horror movies. Yes. The main reason I decided to call in is I didn't hear the one mention that really occurs to me. Um, and I hope you don't mind if I answer it quick. Uh, but in house. No. We You're no know. good, and to the one I love, like when he's chopping his that weird beast monster that looks like his wife up, uh, in ha- burying yeah, her I, in the backyard. And somebody just mentioned for that? some reason those songs really stick with me. And I gotta remind, I gotta, yeah, that's like what they shouldn't fit, but the greatest American 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 but I was a teenager when the Blair Witch Project came out. Yeah, and I, I also was, was in the old. middle of the woods and the boonies. So it was kind of a huge, huge deal at the time. I didn't get to see it in the theaters because, well, I was under 18 and my dad was a little strict about that. My parents, too. My mom too. was the one who let me watch all the horror movies. What? But, um, when it came out on video, it scared the crap out of me. Me, too, I and have to admit. I saw it in the theaters, scared me. I liked found, found footage horror, but it's kind of hard to come by good stuff. Ah, I paused it. Okay. Here, you know what? Here, this is a this is a different kind of take to the question that, that we've had, and I assume that we'll have more. 
uh, basically she said that when fa- when found footage movies are done right, it's her favorite, but there aren't very many good ones. Right. That you know that's a kind of a different thing because you because how I kind of approach this was. Where are most of the movies that I love and where do they lie? You know, type of thing. That She did kind of the opposite. She did the... Now, the I'm going to bring something up here for next week. Oh, okay. You could slightly kind of say that the, the movie we're going to watch next week is a integration of kind of found what footage are we doing next and week? lovely movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Uh, but yeah, there's kind of a mix of it, but I okay, think cool. they do it pretty good. Oh, cool. Well, I'm stoked. I'm and stoked I agree with her. I like a good found footage film if it's done right. I haven't seen any good found footage films outside of the, the, the last two that were okay that I watched. Well, there was one called Evidence that was, that was decent. And there was one, what was that one? Uh, Chernobyl Diaries. I didn't hate it. Oh, so, I haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah, okay. That's kind of a mixed review. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's not wonderful, but but just just the fact that they're in this town that was right next to Chernobyl and you got to see like the atmosphere and like the landscape and the actual apartment buildings that they all lived in was But well, we are totally agreed the Blair Witch was the one that busted this. Hmm. I don't I don't well, well here well here's because why. That because that really they was made it the... for like pennies and made millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, but that was like the found footage Dude, film me, that made everyone go, wow. Do you do you remember when that came out? I remember I was in school and I'm at college and I'm doing my thing, you know, but I remember it. So the internet was still not new, but it was still pretty fairly, you know, it's not as amazing as it is now. I mean, there's not like, I mean, the websites were purely informational and you know, there was no social media or anything like right. that. But basically what happened the, the kind of the way I got into that is, is my uncle of all people, my dad's brother was like, dude, have you seen the, uh, the Blair Witch Project's, uh, website and stuff? And basically what it was, it was totally like treated as if it were real. It had right. that county co- like, like cop, uh, or police station, or whatever. And it had all these, and it looked pretty legit, especially back then when everything looked like shit. Right. You know, so, but, so I'm reading through that and it was all creepy. I went and saw it, dude. And it, re- I mean, it literally scared me. Like, like it was, it was fine. Oh, this is dumb. This is dumb. This, oh, whatever. This is kind of, but that last like 10 seconds scared the shit. But see, that's, what the, that's why I thought they did a brilliant I job agree. of marketing that movie. Well, that, and that's what I'm saying. The marketing those was actors amazing. were not out going, oh yeah, you know, we did this and I they're totally not agree. on TV. They're not doing this. They're not doing interviews. Right. Doing, it's like, they are missing. Yes. It's like. Why aren't they out doing anything, man? It's because <laughs> and nobody it was, and they use that's nobody's where that found footage, right? Idea came. That's from. true, dude. And there have been a lot of found footage movies that I've really liked since. In like the Wreck One and Two, yeah, were super good in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, totally. And then you had uh, oh, what else was there? Oh man, I can't remember. I can't remember any other found footage movies that I loved. But Wreck probably are my two favorite now. I would Wreck agree Wreck One and Wreck Two are probably my two favorite found footage. I liked movies Wreck of all time. Three too, but they I liked shy it, but away that wasn't from yeah that yeah, wasn't, wasn't. A found footage quite as much. But I'll tell you what, Blair Witch. I've I don't think I think that's the number one movie I've been most scared at in a movie theater. Yeah, to be honest with you, that was like what ninety nine or ninety eight or something like that. Yeah, and it was cool because. Uh, we, that was, those are good memories, too, you have to admit. But whatever. Sorry, Amanda. Sorry that uh, we're jibber-jabbering. Here you go. Up out there, but um, for luminaries, I would say Pablo Plaza, because when Rex Wreck. came out <laughs> of, as an adult, 
I was getting jolted awake at night by the horrible noises that the creatures make. <laughs> that they yeah. become that like, weird cow man. Did we do one of those on this show? We did part two, right? Awful. Not so, on this you know, show. I don't think we did it for video. And for me, Blair Witch. Oh, maybe you're right. Um, and even know. The Bay. Paranormal Activity I've not seen The Bay. Paranormal Activity 2 and 3 weren't so bad. I um, like those. I hate to admit, but I liked but, all four, even though four was know, shit. Stuff like that. So definitely for me. Definitely found footage movies. I look forward to calling in more. Thanks a lot, guys. I really hope you do, because you're lovely. Yes. You know what's so funny, too, with uh, uh, those... Uh, Another beautiful lady, Colin, and I like that. I like it, too. You know, it is nice to, to kind of cut up the sausage fest. Yeah. It really is. It's nice. Uh, what else, what else? Oh, yeah, the paranormal activities. There's a lot of people who don't like those or whatever. Pardon me, but for some reason... I can put myself in the frame of mind to really get into those. Sure, I, I've liked, I've enjoyed every part one. one. Scared the holy hell out of me. I watched it on my iPad or something. What was the creepiest part of part one? For I'll you? tell you what it was. Okay, I wasn't going to bring it up because I brought it up before, but basically there was one part in part one where there was, um, you know, how in a house you have like your that that you know you have the, your little hole in the upstairs mm-hmm. to to go up to the attic where all the uh, you know, the insulation is and stuff like that. And right. they, they went up there. It was a jar, you know, it was up and around. And they went up there and they found that uh, photo. Yeah. Um, a couple, like literally a couple of months before I watched this movie, in my house, that was a jar for some reason. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I got the ladder. I went up there and I looked around, had the flashlight looking around. I'm like, how in the hell did this thing get a jar? And it's probably one of my stupid kids, you know, threw a football at it, knocked it out, you know, so it was up and whatever. But it, you know, and I'm like, I didn't think much about it at the time, but as I'm watching that movie and I'm I'm listening to it in my headphones and I'm watching it on my iPad as we're sleeping, it's pitch black and the sounds, all the sounds were really creeping me out. And then, then that part came up where they found that uh, that that little photo, and I just went right back to that moment. I'm like, holy shit! So the next day, I got the I, I went back up there, and I'm like, and I checked it out like more thoroughly. I got right. I pulled myself up up into the attic, and I'm like looking around with my flashlight and shit because that movie scared me that part. And I thought the movie was great, man. And I'm sorry, even though that guy Mika or Micah or whatever his name was was a freaking douche ass bitch. But number, Paranormal Activity 1, I'm going to say Paranormal Activity 1 through 4, all of them, I've really actually enjoyed. Her standing over the bed. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and watching that, that was just creepy to me. And then, I'm of course, the leg pulled out of bed and then dragged down the hall was like, holy shit. That's and the first know, time you really got to see the the leg pull, right? You know, yeah, I maybe. But I'll tell you what, I didn't even watch the theatrical version first. I found it from the dark side and watched a couple other versions before I even watched the theatrical version. All I'm saying is, is I, I know that a lot of people think those are shit, but those really hit a bone with me. They struck a bone. Those ones. Yeah, suck. if you put yourself in that house, you're like, man, what the hell? And I, maybe it's a talent. Maybe it's something that's good. But I can put myself, especially in those like, like found footage type things. I can put myself there, and it makes it it makes the experience so much better, dude. Hell yeah. Well, I'm just saying, Amanda, thank you so much for calling in. Call him in. We love It's lovely to have you coming in, calling in. And uh, uh, right next, we have from a first caller to a regular caller, Wolfie called in. I'm glad. Hopefully this time, hopefully this time he didn't call him in just to call me out on some shit. Okay. He's going to say something. Hey, guys. It's the Wolfman again. 
that last call, um, just for the record, that was not a butt dial. That was me discovering that, yes, I really should start moving my uh, auto dials off the front page of my phone. Nah, we and love it. so you guys are on the second page now. That shouldn't happen so often. Hey, guy, come on, put us back. I haven't been <laughs> able to call in in the last couple of weeks. Things have been busy. Haven't had too much to say. There's a lot of wolfy and, business. Well, I've been trying to drum up a little business for you guys in uh, the film area. but Oh, yeah. Leaving that aside. By the way, that's still working out. We're working on a couple of leads. questions of the week I missed. Uh, going back to what was the last film I saw that I didn't really have any expectations for, but turned out to be surprisingly good. And I've got to say that was It Came From Outer Space. That was a 1950s film, and I just figured it would be typical race. 50s alien schlock fun. You call in that movie? And it actually turned out to be a surprisingly dark little thing. Okay, I paused, I paused Wolfie, because I just sang a song to, to Shane, and he didn't even call it out. It's Left for Dead. Oh, well. I got you. That I was not Okay, I was just hoping you didn't get that, because you played drums on that album. Yeah. Okay, bye. I got you. Which I, uh, I rather you, enjoyed. I got you. That oh, was me just confirming that the great phone was still going after it cut off in mid-call for a few people. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't have too much in the way of songs that have really made a horror movie come together for me. Admittedly, it's, uh, I suppose the close there, you might actually say tiptoe through the tulips with Insidious, because oh, that's yeah. a no shit. Disturbingly well with that particular I don't know film. that song. Tiny Tim. Um, really? So through the two. Uh, however, <laughs> I, don't I have to say that one of my favorite soundtracks Very overall good in terms of how the songs on it all came together with the movie would actually be the Transformers the movie soundtrack from the 80s. Uh, Not the one that had the beef in it. The yeah. one that was animated way back uh, when. Oof. You're talking. Yeah, you're talking cartoon, yeah. Those songs. Say what you will about the movie. Those songs were great. I'm not saying shit, bro. And uh, I actually did remember somebody who I met at a convention who was something of a dick, and uh, that would be Joe Fistone. Go figure. The guy who played Captain Rhodes is... Joe, really? Joe Fistone. He was in uh, Day of the Dead? and angry. What a surprise. Is that right? No, maybe that's not right. Don't call in and waste me on that. Um, I'm going to Google it. At any rate, don't have too much for details on that one, but some friends of mine were interviewing them for their show and got a little interesting at points. Because apparently you could pick up that he was, uh, you could pick up from about six feet away that he had had a pretty good night the night before. Yeah. And a good head start on the one. Oh, he got GP. On the one he got tonight. GP. Yeah, here he, here he goes. Uh, I would say that uh, he was getting a pretty good head start on the evening to come, too. And that's me finishing up from the last uh, point where I got cut off by your phone. And I think still sounds smug when it cuts you off rather than uh, <laughs> polite or whatever it's trying to be. I don't even know what it says. I've never been GP'd myself. What is the favorite subgenre of horror? And for me, I would say it has to be the paranormal investigation type one. Joe Pistone is not who I thought it was. With uh, Hell House, The Changeling, all these other films where they're ghost stories that have a mystery you're trying to figure out. And 
right along with them are a lot of the Lovecraftian type of films, like In the Mouth of Madness, where you're trying to figure out a mystery and what the hell is going on as much as you are dealing with the supernatural phenomena. Right. Or perhaps not even supernatural phenomena. Anywho, um, as for the movie from last week, I'm going to have to look this one up, it sounds like, because it sounds like it could be fun. It's fun as shit. It's not on wonderful, I but it's fun. I have a couple of off-color jokes I was going to make, but I think I'll restrain, refrain from oh, most of them. What? But one oh, thing does on. occur to me. Cooper shouldn't be worried about that. He's going to get his first chance in 30 years. Anyways, I will talk stinker. to you all later. Looking forward to the next show. Oh, Bye. Wolfie, thank you so much for calling in, man. And we missed your loving, your loving touch, baby. Your loving, touching, loving squeezing. Touch. You got the loving Loving, I'm, I'm just stopping. I'm stopping right there because you know who we got next, don't you? Do you know? Long, <laughs> he's yeah. going. He's going. He's got. Oh, tell what I love. love. Right. Oh, come on, give me a. I'm not give, uh, No, I don't know. No. Journey. Uh, I'm not a big Journey fan, except for Wheel in the Sky. Right. I'm going to go ahead and start the next one, because we uh, got to get through these. Yes. You know what? They called in. They want... We, I want to hear them. As I love thing. Wolfer. I do, too, but we got Tony Zoni coming up. Hey, Tony. Mike and Shane. It's Tony from the Zoni, although today I'm calling you from out in California. Oh, a-holes there. I'll tell you Cali, what, man, there's a the lot cave. of fucking weirdos out here. Anyway, <laughs> the uh, question of the episode... Was about kind of a horror subgenre. Yeah, the one that I like the most, or is one of my favorites, because it does away with a lot of the uh, the conventions, is uh, Western horror. So you don't have to oh, worry really? about getting rid of a cell phone. Self-right. You don't have to worry about oh, you know, yeah. cars breaking down or ah, or maybe your uh, horse throws a communication and things like that. Because none of those things existed back then. So anyway, um, what are some luminaries? One that I saw not too long ago. Was called Exit Humanity. I don't remember who. All I have not seen I'm that. Pretty sure Bill Mosley's in there, and that's kind of like a zombie thing. I think that's, that's on our list, actually. Exit Humanity. It might be. Uh, there's also, I guess, High Plains Drifter uh, with Clint Eastwood, and that was back what oh. seven in the early seventies. Oh. I've I'm seen exactly that. Sure when. Is that a horror That's like the robotic uh, I guess that one could be more considered guys, like right? supernatural or, or robotic cowboy related. Like droid That's cowboy. good. There was also oh, an shit. anthology one from the 90s. He just flashed me in the and fucking it, brain. I know it had uh, Brad Dorff, and I think I'm pretty sure it had James Earl Jones in it. But anyway, it was called Grim Prairie Tale. Oh, and it was these two guys meet, and then they sort of swap stories over a campfire. And I, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I think. I think they each tell two stories, or there's four stories total that are told. Uh, also, that's all I remember about that one. Also, there is The Burrowers. And I don't I've seen that one. That, that one's actually pretty recent. decent. Uh, within the last probably couple years. And that could be one of those ones where I didn't expect Brown much, it. but it ended up being pretty um, good, The Burrowers. It's more of kind of like a creature feature. I don't want to it? give yeah, too cool. many details on any of this stuff just because I don't want to do any spoilers or anything it. like that. It's pretty good. There's also a Wesley Snipes movie that's coming out called, I think it's called Gallo. I had to pause it. Wesley Snipes, how is he making movies? He's in jail. 
Well, back, he's getting out. Back to burrowers, by the way. I think. Oh it's no! Only tax I, evasion, no. dude. He's fucking back, and oh. he's back in the scene. All right. So I was going to say something, but I'm not too sure about it now that I think about it, and I don't want to have to send out another price. Blade tag. four, blade three, blade four. Yeah. N- Anyone, dude? <laughs> Snipes. Back. I would love that. I just watched Demolition Man where he is. Ching chong, ching chong, you know, yeah. he, was, he was in the. What museum. about that uh, movie where he was with the. He was like, a, hey, I'm a. Th- I'm a thold. I'm oh, a, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. John uh, Leguizamo. Yeah, that was. Uh, oh, shit. The that was, that was about yeah, the. Like that was about the, the lady who played Catwoman like from the old Batman. Sausage. Oh, what was that? What was that? Uh, her name is. Uh, mm. Somebody's, my bones somebody's right yelling at us right now. I'm going to Google it while we listen to this. She oh, I was the I original. Uh, she was Catwoman or something. All right. Well, we're going to finish Tony. Uh, Gallo Walker or Gallo Walkers. Uh, and it looks intriguing. I saw a trailer for it the other day. Nobody's got more YouTube, sausage than it looks like Snipes in that movie. I don't know if he's a bounty hunter or if he's a hired killer. Uh, but anyway, the people that he killed kind of come back and seek revenge. So I don't know if he has to deal with those guys or not. Anyway. One quick thing, um, if anybody sends my little sweet boy Shane any hate mail, let yeah. me tell you, there's going to be trouble. All right, you whores, I'll talk to you later. Thank you. <laughs> I got my boy uh, right there. You know That's what? Tony Zoni. He, he ain't putting up with shit from nobody. He does a podcast about, like, guns and, like, gun law and stuff like that. See, you don't want to Guns be... and gun laws. Yeah, like... That's uh, my dude. That, that's what I'm saying. You don't want to mess with that guy because it's, uh, yeah, it's going to mess with you. Okay, hold on. Uh, Her ta- name is right there on the tip of my tongue. Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Yeah. That's what it is. Julie Newmar was Catwoman. And so, yeah. No, that- ju- not Julie Newmar. I'm thinking of the other Catwoman. Oh. Like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the black one who was yeah, like. Yeah, the black one. Oh, shit. The black ones are better cats. Well, maybe, but. Uh, oh, They'll my- scratch your eyes out. Oh, my gosh. What, what was her? her she was in- give them the juicies. I totally they know who that is. Oh my out. gosh, I can't even think of anything she's in right now. To look her up on on the Google's on my phone. Yeah, this is. I'm I'm just gonna Google Batman. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna get into the next. Uh, She'll scratch your balls and your eyeballs out. Alan called in real quick. I hopefully he's not too in and out because I'm gonna be trying to look this shit up. Mike, Mike Shane, how's it going? Um, of course you have. Love this guy. A good one. I think my favorite subgenre of horror is the demented hillbilly stuff uh yeah a guy from alabama is likes the demented hillbilly stuff is that weird to you guys Um, house of thousand corpses devil's rejects yeah i like the hillbilly stuff too wrong turn one and two i even consider like the hills have eyes yeah hills have eyes just the weird hill folk oh god you're in trouble buddy Uh, texas chainsaw you could put in there motel hell that's some hillbilly shit. About them. I guess maybe it's that whole thing of they're not supernatural, and it's like this could be real. Yeah. But I, that's probably my favorite subgenre. Anyway, on to the Guns N' Roses thing. Oh, God. <laughs> Appetite for Destruction is a great, great album. Yes, it is. No it's doubt. like you have a young, Made their career. boxer coming in, you know, and he's, he's great. And... You know, he's got a hell of a knockdown power and all this. Exactly. Get in the ring! You know, he banks on that. And then they release Appetite, or um, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. And he's 
he's resting. He's gotten bloated. It's it's still a good boxer, but he don't have the, you know. He don't have the oomph spot. He doesn't have he's, the he's beat. He doesn't have the rhythm that he used to have. Earth a kid. Yes. Still root for him, but you also go, wow. You know, this dude. He's gotten bloated. He's not as fast. He's not as raw. Uh, I get it. They're big the time now. The illusion albums aren't good. They're just not as fast. They're not as raw. You can tell they're, they've lost a step. Today. Then uh, a Spaghetti Incident, I actually like that album. I actually have been listening to it, too. It's okay. It didn't go as bloated as you When you know you when to, you're you know, going to die young. Went back more to Appetite. Uh Chinese democracy's not bad either. That's all. I, I hate to admit it, but it was okay. Bye. Chinese democracy. Okay, he's in and out. Here's yeah, what he I'm is. saying. Okay. Oh, here. Now, with appetite for destruction, you've got a young. They were dirty and young and disgusting. They were sucking in, dicks in, on, LA, in LA. In LA, right? In that Cali fucking scene. By you the had way, all these glam rockers. There are thirty poison, guys right now Motley who got this dick sucked by Axl Rose. You had all these bands: Poison, <laughs> Motley Crue, all these bands. These guys were some dirty dudes wearing dirty jeans and shit, and they started rocking. Here's my problem with Use Your Illusions: okay. is the big money makers, the guys that went whoa. You guys just sold 6 million records, 10 million records. Sure. Have we got an idea? And then here comes the cigar out. We got a good idea for you. And let me tell you what it is. Because you sold that. Right. And because you got one more chance at it. <laughs> we're going to do the double live. We're going to do the double album and you're going to do the video. You're going to be on the you're going to be on the piano and the coffin and you're going to be in the rain. And it was big business getting in the way of a shitty fucking L.A. rock and roll band. If you would have gave them a good deal, if you would have gave them a good rock and roll deal, like they had with Appetite for Destruction, and people didn't go, hmm, I'm starting to scratch my head and see what I can do, they would have put out another and another and another good album. Here's what I'm thinking, though, Anthony said they could have been... A Rolling sure. Stone style band. Instead, they went, "Yeah, here's what it. I'm and thinking." And what happened? Oh, what? They all started hating each other. Well, of course, because they're all dicks. Because some and, guy and, with and a big know, cigar is going, "No, you know what, no, Slash? No, 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 no. You make this bad. I'm Izzy, gonna, you make this bad. That guy over there." I'm going to disagree guy. with you there. I bet you what happens is, and this happens with some local bands and some smaller bands. That, that sure. there are dudes in there. That think sure. they are hot shit. Sure. Okay, that think, you know what? We put out these couple albums. You know, we are too big for our britches right sure. now. We are going to make the magnum opuses. And right. I think that's what, and that's probably what happened. I can't see somebody sitting there telling uh, Axl Rose, you know what? You need to make these huge, awesome uh, No, opus. I'm just saying overall, you've got that. Dude, I that, have to say, I think it was the ego clashing. That is 10 million albums sold. You got to realize too, son, dude. Son, listen to me. Those I've been your, in the business for 50 years. I know what's going on. I Let me tell you what you guys illusions need to do. Went, both went, I don't know if they did or not, but I bet they both went platinum. I bet sure. both of those they didn't albums go. Went, what was great about I Guns N' Roses is it was dirty. And it was rock and roll. And it was it, it was Here, different here's than the everything thing, you were hearing. You here's were hearing the thing, Warrant, though, too. You oh, were sure. hearing all that shit. I love and these that, guys so. came out, and you were like, holy shit, I like that. It's still dirty. It's still but LA you, or but When's the last then time you listened to Use Your Illusion top. 1 and 2? Because I agree with you, they did. On some, 
But there are a ton of tracks on there that don't feel like they fit anywhere. I'm betting that Axl Rose and his huge ego was just like, you know what, man, we're going to experiment with a lot of stuff. We are better than just this, blah, blah, blah. And I agree, if they would have put out, their uh, Appetite for Destruction is hands down my favorite Guns N' Roses album. There's no right. doubt about it. I do like Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, but not for the same reason why I like uh, Appetite for Destruction. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying just they're saying both when great big business gets involved. I don't know. I th- I think it was egos, and I think it was the grandeur. You're the, the guy. To, I think not he, these guys. I don't think he You're needed guy. any guy to tell him how great he was. I think Axel sure. knew how great, or but assumed how great. He who's was. the la- long lasting slash? He's Is the he? long laster. Is he? He's the guy that's been going. I, I Dude, don't know anything about Michael him. Jackson. Duh. Michael Don't Jackson, jamming with Michael, white. jamming with Michael Jackson, yeah. and jamming and doing Velvet Revolver and shit. He's the guy that's uh, Velvet Revolver wasn't great though. Well, I never listened to their shit either because I was turned off by all of them. Uh, well, plus when Stone Temple Pilots get too big for their britches and make Velvet Revolver, I. By the way, I was tired of Stone yeah. Temple Pilots by the end of Stone Temple Pilots' run. Because they went from this, I like that one. They t- did the same thing, yeah. that gnarly shit, and then they then they did the. Yeah. What was that? The Interstate Love Song? What was that? Yeah, that was good. I actually liked it, but by their next couple, I'm just like, outside of, on their fourth album, outside of Sour Girl, I was just like, I'm just saying, you could see Dirty Rock and Roll LA Band Filthy Pigs. To hey, let's put you. I think it was. The, I think it stuff. was the. I, I'm going to go ahead. I don't know. And there's and I. I there's no way. I and by the way, on. Appetite for Destruction and all those albums are still selling today. Well, sure I mean, there's are. people that are buying them every day. Which is wild, you know. But but so they're all still making money. But it's just like I think you. I think like Anthony said, you could have had a rock and roll band could be. like Guns and Roses that could have went from point A and kept going. Till the end of time, Could but be. I do I agree know. with his volatile attitude. That was a that was bound to go. Axl Rose yeah, is a volatile bastard. He was bastard. a total dick, and there's no doubt about that. All right. Plus, he looked weird. I didn't like the look of his face. I don't think he would have been my friend. Yeah, but he'd jump right in the audience and punch. Someone yeah, but right you know what? I would have kicked his mother off an ass. He was a little tiny, skinny. Yeah, but dude. you're not going to be there doing that. You're not going to be. You're going to be right up front, fucking headbanging the whole time. The problem is, you're going to be punching people, helping Axl. Mm- I don't, I, that, I don't know. I don't know. But if he punched me, we'll see. Because cool. you're not up front going, hey, asshole. You're going, dude, well, asshole, but I'm once with he you. jumps if out jump and punches here, me, come on. He's a little he dude. punches you on accident? Well, there's been a lot of dudes punching. Well, what if while he's punching this other guy, he's going, I'm sorry about that. You're well, like, oh, you are? Well, dude, okay. have, you ever been, have you ever been like gotten pain to the point where you're just like, F this, I'm pissed off, and I'm just crazy now? Oh yeah. Yeah, so that's what would happen probably. Uh, okay, whatever. We're going to we're going to stop this line of questioning. And okay. We're going to go into Lauren calling. Oh, Lauren. Oh. Hey guys, it's Lauren. I'm calling in to answer the question of the episode. Thank you. And I guess I can't say what the actual genre that I watch most of cuz you already said that I was on a tip with it last week. So oh. Um as far as other stuff, I uh I do like the body horror slash stuff that's happened to me genre, um, just because it body makes horror? stuff more relatable or it makes it seem like it's okay to have 
broken bones or whatever. Oh, yeah, or yeah, yeah. Just, you know, like, weird, you know, just have that sort of physical pain and, um, but like dealing with it in a way that even though it's natural for bodies to have pain or be kind of weird. Um, so something like rabid, I really loved. Haven't um, seen that. although I never had like a spoiler thing come out of my armpit to, um, eat people, but, um, or suck the blood out of them, whatever. Um, and also some of them that are more disturbing, like martyrs as oh, far yeah. as women internalizing one another's pain or uh, whatever. Or I think that movie's going to come into this question for this episode. Yeah. Type horror movies Love that martyrs. I'll also um, lump martyrs into or um, the Night of the Hunted. I'd throw that in there, that Roland movie. And um, Phenomena with Jennifer Connelly, the Argento one. <laughs> that was also, that was a really great sort of, Weird chick coming of age movie. Um, so I guess aside from the genre that starts with the G that I will not name, because I talk about it all the time. Oh, we love um, it. Yeah, sort of two genres that I like really a lot to me: either body horror or horror chick flicks. Um, and by chick flick, I'm not talking about romantic comedies. I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, like phenomena or martyrs. Or I can't think of any right now, but. Anywho, looking forward to the next episode, Thanks, and I will Lauren. talk to you guys later. Yes, you will, Lauren, because we love you. Oh, yeah. Dude, okay, so you know you know hers is the Italian sleazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, she likes that. Oh, I love it, too, dude. The Giallis. I the thought Giallos. about it. This was a hard question for me. We'll get into that later, shall I'm going to save it all for later. Uh, we have uh, a young gentleman who you and I both know who called in next. Okay. He drives a tow truck, and his name is Brian. Uh, All right, I got a little bit of road time here, so let's see if we can get this <laughs> shit over with and out the fucking way before uh, I have to do my job. Beauty. Uh, God damn first it, yeah. Off, man. He, he the job. I don't know what he's saying. Double man. motherfucking bone top for doors? Uh, yeah, I make that a fucking triple over here, man. Oh, sweet. That fucking album. Oh, man, I bought it right after it came out. I didn't even have to fucking hear it. Solid as the wind blows. Yep. Um, yep. Because it's fucking dwarves, man. I mean, why not? I'm you not know? going to Salt Lake City. Put out that, last, that one a few years back. It's just, you know, that's that's me. That's my fucking old school shit. Nice. That took me back to that Brian 25 years ago, man. That Brian, you didn't want your fucking kids hanging around with you. Definitely didn't want anywhere near <laughs> your daughter. Is that changed, by the no, way? Is that I fucking love that shit, man. I'm still fucking... I, by the way, I've listened to that Salt Lake City song a bunch. It's awesome. Anyway, <laughs> that being said... They like Provo, um, by the way. Eat that Eat that troll. Danny Provo. Is that question yeah. on that episode? Let me, let me look. I think I wrote that shit down. Anyway, um... Yeah, fuck, I don't remember. Fuck it, who cares? <laughs> That was, that was last week, right? Um, but, By the way, I paused it on Beto because you know how we made that whole announcement? Like, oh, we're going to be doing the video show on the fourth Friday. Oh, yeah. Did we even mention it to Beto Truck yet? I don't think so. I don't think so, we have either. Yeah, get ready for it. <laughs> well, we're, Sorry if we... Yeah. yeah. I don't think... No By the way, maybe yeah. we should have like checked with him or consulted because he's our cameraman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're doing that. So every uh, the, the the last, <laughs> the last Friday, no, no, of, no, the fourth Friday of the month, dude. Yeah, fourth okay. Friday. There of the you month. go. <laughs> sorry. Fourth of July. Hey guys, I'm really sorry. 
But yeah, I am that fucking guy in the park grabbing his fucking dick, smoking dope, and fucking <laughs> spitting on the ground in front of your wife. Yeah, that's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, asshole. you are. You afraid of what your fucking kids are going to see in public? No, no, it's your fucking disgusting. Yeah. You're fucking, fucking taking my manhood into con- shit, man. take my manhood into I mean, consideration. No, bitch. I just don't want you around my kids, you know, man. That's all. And they're out trying to live life, and then they're going to be all fucking shocked and weirded oh, out he, when they actually. He's sitting here talking. He's sitting here talking like he knows. Don't shelter your fucking children. Don't ruin your kids From, that way. <laughs> Um, All I'm saying is I want to eat a bucket bucket of chicken and not have some guy fucking smoking a weed joint and grabbing his fucking ding-dong in front of me. So fucking just, oh, you almost got fucking physically sick a couple of times. I mean, my God, Michael, why don't you just suck GNR's collective? I love him. Dude. And in this fucking great 850 I mean, pounds pretty good too guns over and the roses. Of a couple albums, but <laughs> I'm with Shane, man. God nope. damn. Like, you also grab your dick and smoke weed really in front of my kids. Is. I'm going to. And then, then hey, one that doesn't count against my argument. Yes, it does. Shit that he put out a few years ago. It's been 10 years since I put out a shit. Shitty fucking album of cover tunes. And now I expect. Are you sure he's at work? He sounds a little great and mighty. Fuck him. He got GP'd. Uh, that was merciful GP'ing right there. But I'll tell you what, man. I think he's on the right track. We'll see. He called back in. All right, I got a little bit of road time here, so let's see if we can get this shit over. Wait, wait, wait. Is that the first All right, one? I got a little bit of road time here, yeah. so let's see if I we can get I probably screwed someone. He probably called back in, but I accidentally downloaded the same voicemail twice. So basically, what I, here, here's what I'm going to do with that. He agrees with he, me on he, Use Your Illusions yeah, and the you destruction can, of their career yeah, because fine. of big business. That's and big fine. And after the whole, after the whole okay. Sugar House firework thing, you can have it. You can have them. Okay, there you go. Uh, sorry, Beto. I don't know what happened. I, da- I probably just downloaded the wrong voicemail. I'm sorry, man. Uh, Zombie Rolls called back in. Zombie Rolls off the road. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, this is Zombie Rolls 13 from Zombie North Rose California. 13. California? Uh, K-Town? in Orange County at the Orange County Fair. Isn't that still uh, calling Orange, in about Orange, Orange County Fair? Uh, you know, a little subgenre that I, I really have a passion about. I think one of the you know, most interesting genres is shot and video. Uh-huh. Low budget, footage. no budget. No, shot and video. You know, Cheap stuff. Oh. Actors who are their friends and buddies. Um, like your favorite. are interesting. Very August Underground. Violent shit, one through four. Um, Sorry, Zombie Rose 13. I can't get behind good. <laughs> uh, not gory, generally, but very unusual, very different. Um, really kind of almost exploitative, but not really. What we're checking out. Um, so it's just a mystery, what it is. The genre would be like redneck zombies. Oh. I'm going to put that one out. Um, video violence one and two. Oh, I told you. Hammer. Oh, no, I said they're violent shit. They're fun to watch because they're so original. There's not, I mean, you know, there's I homages. Mean, they're not homages like we see in... You 
He is out on that. The the, the shot on video, now that's one you have to have a passion for because there aren't a ton of movies that are shot on video that are, uh, that, that really make become universally loved. I mean, maybe there are, t- I mean, if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. But I, this isn't, I mean, my opinion, I've seen a lot of shot on video stuff and it's all kind of rough. And I'm not saying there's no good. I'm just saying that most of them are like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, you'd so, have to point that out to me. Cause I don't know that I would, you should, I, you I've, get, I, I've got Things. a good handle on what that would be. Yeah, and I don't think that I would enjoy it. Well, it's like, hey, you know your VHS recorders from back in the day, especially. Yeah. Yeah. You can, well, you can I, tell. Well, you can no, see and it. I take it back because there have been a couple of movies. Um, oh my gosh, Fred Vogels. No, well, yeah, that, and then and then uh, the Italian zombie movie one and two. Uh, uh, by Tom Burdinsky were actually pretty good. I mean, they were they were cheap. Shot they they were video. micro budget, but they but but they. I mean, but the the beauty of that one is he understood what it was. He understood that it's got to be the 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 what uh, the, the special effects aren't going to be wonderful, you know. The, it, so he basically made it a cheese fest, which ended up being pretty dang funny, if you ask me. Mm. So there you go. I mean, I I, I don't know. I, maybe that doesn't. I th- that I think that was just shot on a video camera. Yeah. So anyway, I'd have to see it. To, to you know, kind of wrap my. I, I have those. It. Maybe I should do it because, but they are. I, I would actually put that. I don't know if I put it in the. Well, maybe it belongs in both, but the micro budget films. We're talking high. Uh, Mike, do you have a, 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 video? a thousand bucks? Not even. Maybe. Not even maybe a thousand bucks. A thousand bucks tops is what yeah. I'm saying. So yeah, but that kind of stuff. And he has some friends. He made it so, so, with some friends and stuff like that. And it's actually pretty funny. In fact, I think I wrote an article about him for horror. What was that? What was that? Website? Horror news. Horrornews.net? Net. Oh my gosh. How come I can't even remember? It's been a long time. But I think I did a thing on him because those movies are pretty funny, but they're cheap and they look cheap, but he knows it and they're great. Sure. You know, so there you go. I'd have to see him. I don't. I don't know anything. No, about I mean, it. I owe you so much stuff. Like I owe you the Game of Thrones uh, season one. We'll start with, and then what? El- what else was there? I said I'd give you something today. I forgot. I oh, can't sh- remember. I can't remember either. Uh, we have one more caller. He called in two times, uh, but it's GP. Let's get right into this. Oh, my GP. Son of a bitch. I tried to use a voice recorder to send you uh, an or actually a wave file. It's, I'm getting tired of uh, being it's GP'd. It's hard. But apparently... The He's going to get GP'd again, I can tell. Oh, God. Bittersweet. He's talking about anyway, getting GP'd. Uh, I know finished GP'd. my last uh, thing because I got so really interrupted by the freaking bone phone. <laughs> uh, the song that I thought worked well in movies um, was In the God of the Vita. Friday the 13th. Oh, the, uh, Man Hunter. version of uh, Red Dragon. Oh. Uh, Mike... Tom Noonan played the Tooth Fairy, and That's what, um, what about it? What yeah, that guy is—I I don't think he had to act. I think he, the guy is uh, creepy in, in in real life, so He's all nice. he has to do is play himself. Um, and the scene is like at the end, the final confrontation, where uh, Will Graham is uh, looks in the window, sees a uh, uh, Tooth Fairy getting ready to kill a girl, and they've had in the guy because that's a long ass song. Um, it's 17 or 18 minutes. Right. And it got into the plane. And it gets to a point where Will Graham decides he's going to crash the party, literally. And you hear the organ part going on. And Tooth Fairy looks out the window and you can see Will Graham running towards this big ass picture window, slow motion. Mm-hmm. And the organ is 
slowly ramps up until it gets to the drums and then crash. Nice. Right through the window. And that's when the action takes place. And uh, Tooth Fairy takes care of Will Graham real quick. And he starts going on a rampage, killing all the cops. And it's just the drums and all the other stuff. It just comes in and, and it just works so well for the scene. And it just gives me heart every time I hear it. And see yeah. it. So that was my answer. Yikes. Um... The question in the new episode, what is your favorite subgenre and what are the staples of the... uh, I'm going to pause it real quick. This is the last pause I'll do, I promise. But you know what's cool? Will Graham is in that movie, Manhunter, that he's talking about. Yeah, Manhunter. He he was actually in the uh, uh, TV series Hannibal. Which is super cool. If you haven't seen Hannibal, of course you haven't seen it, but it's awesome. I really enjoyed. I watched the whole first season. I didn't. I I didn't make that connection. I've seen. I've seen uh, Manhunter before, but I didn't make the connection that that was the same dude. But that is sweet as shit. There you go. Anything? I don't know how to classify this. It's um, like good versus evil, but it's more like angels versus demons. Ah. Prophecy. God versus the devil. But the oh. whole war between uh, heaven Prophecy. and hell. Prophecy. Um, you know, and and to give you an example, like you have Legion and, and uh, the yeah. Prophecy. Yeah, Prophecy's good. Um, it's just the whole... Even though Prophecy was necessarily between war, heaven and hell, it was heaven it, and heaven. The, the history, the religious, I'm going to say the history because... I like I that too. But like the religious history of <laughs> how Satan fell from Satan was uh, God's favorite. Oh, yeah, I'm with him. I love that shit. Over and, and fell down and started his new empire and the, how he kept on fighting and all that. The ongoing war. I, it's just as a as a, a Catholic, it, it, that really piques my interest. That was like he got you beat. Oh, son of a bitch. God damn motherfucker. You see what I got to deal with here? You see what you put me through? Oh. I get fucking... Uh, oh, I get shit out. Sorry, it's free. Where was I? It's free stuff. Um, we use free stuff. Yeah, well, I guess that's it. The heaven, the, the war between heaven and hell. Um, I'm not sure what, what subtown you classify that as, like supernatural, whatever, but... That's, that's good. That's you did a good job. Yeah, like and supernatural, religious, supernatural. Yeah. yeah. That's all I'm going to do. Fuck it. I guess anything right, supernatural would be religious, though, wouldn't it? Like ghosty or anything like that, wouldn't it be? Mm, I don't know. Like superior supernatural would be nah. like I doesn't, devils I don't think and it's necessarily and angels. Well, and, I don't think ghosts necessarily like, denote demons. You like know? Uh, like a... Uh, uh, like uh, what was that movie? Uh, Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. With we yeah, that was a good one. I actually liked it. Starts with a C. It's uh, Constantine. Constantine. Yeah, that was yeah a good one. it's like I the actually, devils and, and I thought it was okay type, for a big, type, big, big, uh, big budget like kind of movie like that. My my, I can watch that with my wife. She likes it too. It's the only thing I can watch from Keanu Reeves without completely Bill and barfing. Ted's. Bill and Ted's. Dude, when I hear him do that, I just can't take it. In Matrix? Oh, my gosh. I haven't seen any of the Matrix. I've seen a little bit. I've seen Speed. What do you do? The bus is going to stop. Dude, you need to watch at least Matrix Part 1. You need to watch at least Matrix Part 1. I'll make that up. Matrix will blow your mind. Yeah, okay. I remember walking out of the theater in 99 after watching that movie going, 
did I just see it? How did my mind just get raped? Everybody's got that actor in their mind that they go, I cannot stand to watch that <laughs> bastard, and he's one of them. Okay, I just can't okay, but it. but you know what? Don't, uh, I, don't cut I, it off hey, your nose to spite your face. Hey, I was a dumb, weed-smoking kid that was just like, yeah, and Bill and Ted's, and I enjoyed it. Dude, but as I watch started, the Matrix. And when I hear his voice doing that. Have you never that, seen The Matrix? <laughs> have you ne- I cannot believe it. Watch The Matrix Part 1. Uh, so what's, oh, what is your answer to the question in the episode, son? I don't really have an answer. You? I, I, dude, I love the slasher. I, uh, sure, I, I love sure. the slasher. Absolutely. I love the found footage. If I had to go slasher style uh-huh. into a granular right. thing, I would say, uh, I like the serial killer. I got to go with the serial killer right. style. Good. That's good. Uh, if I got to go found footage, I say, I like the creepy but, ghost. But you're just kind of dropping bombs everywhere. You know, it's funny. Yeah, it, I, I mean, it's, good. I, it's, it's kind of funny that you are just like going off the cuff here because my answer, I could not come up with one. There's so many that I just love and adore. You know, yeah, so, what is wrong? I mean, you know, how can you go wrong with any kind of a horror? No, and there, no, there's nothing. And, and that's that's kind of why mine's a cop right, out revenge, as well. Revenge, exploitation, I don't like, vampires. I mean, I like those. Vampires is one of mine. But I'll tell you, my favorite, I'm kind of with GP on this. I love the good, the the the, the devil versus, you know, the, yeah. the up above. I love those. They're like, always good. Like the Ninth Gate. I mean, all those movies. Some of the luminaries. Exorcist, of course. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that's it's one of the favorite greatest. movie of all time. How about uh, Alucarda? Oh, that, totally. Dude, that. Oh, my gosh. By the way, what happened to your and Chris's uh, idea for a t-shirt design on that? Because that was amazing. Um, but, I want that t-shirt. That would be so awesome. I would say my second one would be Vampires, Lost Boys, uh, you know, Nosferatu, Fright Night. Just, I yeah. love, I don't know why, but I love vampire movies. I'm sorry. I love them. That's okay. fine. I love them so much. You can like them all I, day long. I do like the slasher, but I'll tell you what. One movie. Exploitations. You love them. Well, there's a couple of kind of exploitations I like. I just love the sleazy shit, man. Yeah. Dirty I sleazy. I love it like. like the uh, sleaze control. Yeah. I just watched a movie called. Uh, well, I watched uh, a, a, a Asylum Erotica. Erotica Asylum. I can't remember which one it was. But, man, Rosalba Neri. She is so hot, and she was in Lady Frankenstein. I love those movies. I love, I mean, and even though they're no good, I freaking love Jean Roland movies. I love them so, and, and Jesus Franco. Right. But know. let me just say this. You say, even though they're no good, but aren't they good well, if you like them? I lo- well, I like them, but I know the movies are, are only there meant you're, to see you, titties and stuff. You, you are, them. you are, you're, you're. you're you're weighing your your idea of what you like into what everyone else will think. Maybe I love even them. if it's no good. I love well, them. No, and, and, you I'm, love and I'm talking about, like but them. but also Gialli and those Italian sleazy horror movies sure. and all those, even European, even French, and all that stuff like French fries. Yeah, those are I love all those movies for some reason. I and it's hard for me to pick one genre. It really it really is hard for me. That's and tough. you know everybody who called in got picked one because you know they're. You know, because they are. So you've got to pick uh, one, and I'm I would say if I you. picked one, if I picked one, it would be the it would be the God versus the Devil type of oh, stuff. I love I, that. I stuff. thought you would have been a vampire. Ah, uh, it's the, that is so dear to my heart, man. It's so dear. The like I even watched Queen of the Damned, and I like that movie to this day because of vampires. Yeah. All right, I love it. Well, but I don't know. There's just some great demonic type stuff. Yeah, I do like a good movie if it's a good story. I mean, I you know I like the priest, the legion, and all that. Even sure. though it's, it's it's 
you know, oh, yeah. everyone goes, oh, that's crap. Yeah, sure. What but I didn't, I didn't mind Legion. I, I thought it was, was Legion the one with uh, the guy from Tron, the old lady that climbed oh, on the roof. And oh, shit. I, yeah, yeah. I thought they oh, were yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, they're they're no worse than Feast. Am I right or am I wrong? No, I like Feast a little better. You know, it's, uh, but it's the same kind of deal, you know, it's the same setting. Or well, here's the deal, for Shane. For next episode, you've got to come up with this one. This okay. is maybe a little, even even a little bit harder. Okay. Even though I already know what I'm going to say. Here's a question for next episode, okay? Okay. What is a horror movie that you liked, maybe even really liked, maybe even loved? Maybe even loved. But you'll never watch it again. But I'll never watch it again. What is it and Why? Call up the bone phone, 385-351-9273. That is 385-351-9273. Call in your answers to that question of the episode. You know what we're going to do right now? What? One minute of Voltaire. Oh. We're already two hours into this almost. We're like a, a, an hour. Two hours. It yeah, feels like this is gonna, Yeah, this is going to be a long one. But let's go ahead and play one minute of Voltaire. We'll be right back to talk about it. Here you go, folks. Good. River made of fire. Skeletons to walk me to my throne In the land of the dead Heck, boy, ain't it grand I'm the overlord of the underworld Cause I hold horror's hand In the land of the dead I'm dark side royalty I'm foreign out in the underground And you can't take that from me Left down at Tuesday The zombie prostitute
dead. All manner of men and beasts were staring at me. Seems just one week before their twilight slave girl walked out the door. And I guess I was the next best thing they'd seen. A bar, your underwear strewn on the floor, and you're a pack rat, most extreme. A house is full of magazines. The toilet's broke, and yet I bet His Majesty ain't fixed it yet. You want to talk, sleepy head, and get your fat ass out of bed. Over in the eyes of God, he said our vows before the views. Not until death may we part. Stuck with you. Someone tell me why I'm alive. I don't even care. And yet I have been spared. There's a girl with a hole in her heart, and she's dead. And there's an infant that's been torn apart. Now he's dead. Oh, someone tell me why. Side for me. I'm going to hell in a handbasket. Of my flesh, they'll make a feast. I'm gonna be there in that number. That's 666, the number of the beast. Aurelio Voltaire Hernandez, aka Voltaire, is the musician, filmmaker, cartoonist, and author. Also, horror personality, a.k.a. dark cabaret musician, we are talking He's a renaissance tonight. man. He he really is, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's, absolutely. He, he's got his fingers in There's everything. There's only one sexier renaissance man that I know of. You? No. He's my boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he does everything, doesn't yeah, he? He does. And, and he's never even given Filmmaker, a he's a, rocker. Yeah, that's what I'm everything. saying. Okay, let's get back to Voltaire. Voltaire.net is where you can find him. You can like he him on Facebook. He couldn't get Voltaire.com? He couldn't well, get no. that. What's wrong with him? Well, maybe Voltaire owns it. Maybe his, his uh, like family the, like members, the, like the members, French, members, The members, Frenchman members. from like... like Old school, yeah, yeah whatever. It's like it's what seventeen hundreds, something like that. Uh, Voltaire dot net. You can find him. You can like him on Facebook. Available on Last FM, and all of his stuff is on Spotify, including the album we are talking about 
tonight. We are talking about Ooky Spooky. It's his fifth studio album released to July 2007 project records. I didn't, I, I kind of researched project records. Uh-huh. I didn't really recognize any of the artists other than the names. I, I remember Android lust. Oh, and black tape for a blue girl. I never heard of either of those. I remember that black tape for a blue girl. Like I remember them like being that like, puts dirty thoughts in my mind. Like uh, Jack off Jill or something, you know? You know? <laughs> sure. It, it, it I think Johnny Crew loves Jack off Jill. Yeah, uh, they're good. They're good. They're they good. Do. But uh, that name kind of rung a bell with me, but I can't remember what they uh, um, what they did. Uh, the first song, "Land of the Dead," that's on this album, Land was actually written dead. for. Uh, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, a cartoon. One of my favorite. No fucking, way. One of my favorite. I loved that. Doesn't the you Grim know Adventures. that doesn't surprise me at all. By the way, I love that cartoon. Um, I would consider this another horror folk styled album. Yeah, but not in the style of Harley Poe. That, not which is straight up. Like I think I think this is like okay. So this is kind of like okay. This Voltaire Ooky Spooky. And I, this is the only album I've ever heard from him. Okay, it's like you ever heard of a, a little band called Mr. Bungle? I have. What yes. kind of music would you say Mr. Bungle is? It's a smorgasbord of pretty much anything they want to do at any. You good, cannot given time. say, "Oh man, that's rock and roll," or "Hey, no. that's metal," or "Hey, that's grunge," or "Hey, that's horror punk." You cannot say what it is. I think it's akin to this. You cannot say. Like maybe I don't know what I don't know what cabaret is. I mean I don't know what that entails. Maybe it's horror cabaret. I I would I would dare to say that it involves a lot of scantily clad, beautiful, gothic kind of women dancing maybe. around. I think that's at burlesque. Maybe that's burlesque. Well, that which I love as well. Um, it's uh, it's my got, point it, is you cannot classify this. It's hard. Sure. On the on, on his wiki page, he, the genres he has listed is dark cabaret, dark yeah. wave, folk, yeah. symphonic rock, gothic rock. Um, <laughs> yeah, you cannot. It's hard to put a finger on this. This album to me is something you listen to while you're washing the dishes or you're doing something. Okay, that's. I think Voltaire is the perfect musician. To be at a venue like, like, let's say in a movie, Area Fifty One, Area 51. for the Dark Arts Festival, sure, and he played there. Oh, really? Yeah, he actually played there for one of those. How about but, that? But the thing is, is I, I just feel like his music is, is it's not bad, and no. it's, and it's not, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. But I think that it, it has that kind of feel, like it should be. While everything else is going on, this is playing in the background. It's like the perfect thing to go to that dark, creepy bar, sure. hang out with people, sure. and go, "Wow, what a what a scenery right, I've got sure. going on!" Oh, it's part of like the like it might as well be drapes or curtains or yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah, it's 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 well, it's not necessarily the drapes of the curtains, but it's just like he's well, playing. Well, it's just in the background. It's there. It's, it's there. part of the mood. We're listening, the but we're mood. also working out payments for dates or wow. or you know getting a fix or whatever we're doing elsewhere in the club. We're sure. doing it while that's playing. 
You know what's so funny about this album is I was, I mean, and this isn't, uh, I've actually listened to this album before and it's weird because I don't want to say that this is novelty music so much, but my kids hear, hear this stuff and I've let them listen to land of the dead. Was that that land of the dead? The first, the first one was that because they all, because he also has a song called day of the dead, which is different. Yeah. I'm talking about land of the, he heard that one. And my kids hear that one, and it's like it is right up their wheelhouse. I yeah. say, I, say, I, I emphasize it's in, it's, or, you and, and your it's like have the wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but so they're listening to us, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is so fun, and this is whatever, and it's creepy." It, I don't know it, if minus like the lyrics and stuff like that. Some of the best songs on this could fit right on if the lyrics were changed just a bit. It could fit onto like a kids' Halloween album. Or something. Yeah. Is that weird? Because my kids love this. Of course, I didn't let them listen to Zombie Prostitute because, I mean, it's about a zombie prostitute about keeping the tip, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, in, in there, I, I did let them listen to Cannibal Buffet and Land of the Dead, you know, and some other ones. And some of the other ones they don't care about. I mean, because it's like, you know, those are kind of the main horror ones, you know, that you got going on. To me, here's kind of how I break down Voltaire. This guy is an artiste in in many t- many mediums he wears many hats he has he, and ironically he wears a lot of different hats <laughs> he's got a lot of, as all. long as they're black sure he's got a lot of hats he wears but he this is a guy who wants to express himself it seems like he needs sure. to express himself. and there's a lot of expression in these songs as well i mean we have uh, apparently he has a beef with new jersey i think he grew up there yeah yeah you know whatever yeah. he he has a song called bomb new jersey he doesn't like that at all is what i'm saying he doesn't like religion he doesn't like you know the the social norms of uh, monogamy and and people who are married and won't get divorced because of their religion. So he's just not down with that. So basically, he's expressing himself. But right. But even though you know me, I mean, I, I'm okay with religion and stuff like that. He does it in such kind of a fun and silly type of way that it's easy, kind of. It, it's kind of easy to take. But he is out there expressing himself through this album. You know, I mean, you got the big, you got the big hitters like Land of the Dead and Cannibal Buffet and all that stuff like that, who are straight up whore. And it's like it's okay that this guy, you know, that he wants to express himself, that he wants to share his philosophy, stuff like that. that's great, that's fine. It doesn't bother me at all. My only problem is, is sometimes in doing so, it turns from kind of like a serious, like like a real song to kind of a, I don't want to say a joke. But more just kind of a novelty is is what I'll say. I don't know. Sure. What do you think? Do you think I'm being an asshole? The only thing that I can say, and I talked about this earlier with a with a guy that I was talking to, is that there are, there's you know I can dis you know I didn't even lay into any of the political, religious, or anything there's else a ton that he was of it doing on this album too. But the thing that I thought was that I was talking to this guy about was it's like, you know, I can tell you that your political ideas are fucking rotten and you right. suck. Sure. I can tell you your sports team sucks. No, you can't. But when you but when you get into religion, that is touchy. It's like, hey, sure. man, hey, now you're hitting something. That's sure. the taboo sure. subject. Sure. It's like anything else is on the table to go. I disagree with you totally. Don't and everyone can go. Though. Every, except for you know sports for the BYU, you. sure. But you know, it's like I didn't really even pay attention to. Well, any of you're that. you're an atheist who likes grave robber and striper, so we're okay with that. Well, exactly. I love uh, Slayer and uh, Deicide and I everything know, else too. It Slayer doesn't matter to me. 
uh, th- I was totally indifferent to this album. Really? This, it did not, uh, I enjoyed it, and I, well, okay. Here's it, the thing. I didn't feel like I was, uh, you know, uh, embarking on anything that was like, wow, that's, sure. uh, that's exploding my brain. Sure. Uh, I was just kind of like, this is kind of uh, fun stuff until sure. we get to songs like Cantina. Oh, you texted me about Cantina. Jabba the Hut. I mean, it's a song about Tatooine and that Touch My Cantina, Peen. Sure. Guido's Ding Dong and Jabba the Hut's Touching My Butt. And and that's what I latched on to. You're hearing like, you know, you're hearing hearing this flavoring of oh, he's talking about religion or well, whatever. Well, different hearing... songs. I mean, because that one sure. was completely up. So yeah, you're but you're right. I'm I'm more sensitive to that. I get exactly. It. I get it. And, but I mean, it was just I was kind of uh, totally indifferent to the entire. Here, here's thing. my here's my take on this album. I think that there were a handful of great tunes on this. When I say great tunes, I don't mean tunes that I'm going to be listening to. Tunes that mean a hell of a lot to me. I'm saying tunes that are fun as shit to listen to. Uh, if you're in a certain, if I'm in a certain mood, like if, right. if if we're having a Halloween party, I'm putting on Land of the Dead. Perfect. I'm putting on Halloween Cannibal Halloween party, absolute. or anything where it's just like you're just kind of hanging out and you've got it. But playing most in the of background. these, I can see on Doctor Demento. I really can. Just yep. as, as kind of the novelty esque type of things. And I'm not trying to shit on Voltaire. I'm minus really the fart noises and the fucking you know because Doctor Demento was a lot of yeah. <laughs> and, well, and there was a lot of the accordion in his sound. Hello, Mata. Hello, Fada. Yeah, sure. But what I'm what I'm saying is is to me this album is one that you put on to set a mood. Uh, actually, not even the whole album. I ha- there was some songs I hated on this. I hated Bomb New Jersey. I hated it. Yeah, and and I hated it for a different reason. I didn't like the way it was even what the way he sang it, the way he came. No, I, 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 even, I got the gist of it, but it was just it. but it was just like ugh. But there were there were some songs on this that were really good and unlike anything else I've heard, which is good. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you my favorites, okay? All right. My favorites are Stuck With You, which was a kind of a it was it was kind of a comical uh, apparently it was about how uh, a married couple couldn't get divorced because of their religion, but it turns out the song itself was just about this married couple who hate each other and were singing back and forth. And this had a singer from uh, a band called the Dresden Dolls. Have you ever heard of those guys? I have heard of them. Yeah. I checked them out on Spotify. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know that there was bands like that. How yeah. about that? But, you know, I thought it was kind of a comical thing. You know, like I said, again, a novelty type of deal. This isn't something I'm going to be listening to. You know, to set a mood while I'm driving, or you know, or you know, when I'm rocking the the, the genius code, because you know it's sure. it's kind of distracting. But I like Day of the Dead, I like Cannibal Buffet, Zombie Prostitute, and Land of the Dead. But outside of that, it was tough for me to really even connect with any of the other songs. For one and reason you, or another, I you just pretty didn't much care. hit all the songs that I liked, other no. than the bomb. You know, the the bomb New Jersey and the stuck on you. My favorite tunes that I liked. I did not like not, Bomb New Jersey. Right. You did not like that. But my favorite songs that are not on this album mm-hmm. are When, you, when You're when you Evil. I love that song. I've never heard it. Brains, Death, Death, and uh, Vampire Club. That's the tunes that I heard from, uh, you know, Voltaire, like, at some random point in my life. They weren't on this. 
I mean, that Cantina song was just like, <laughs> God. that is total fucking uh, sure. Minus the butt and penis and everything <laughs> else. Hut, the butt. That is Weird Al. I totally agree. It is Weird Al. I agree. I, you know, I say hi, Spotify. A lot of this stuff is different. Um, he's He's got a lot of different styles in there. I love the cello and the trumpets, and I love all that. I love that kind of, I don't know, it's a, a Mexican feel, you know. To, sure, the, to Dia, the Dia de los Muertos feel. Yeah. Sure. And, uh, you know, but it's just stuff that you put on in the background, and you go, hey, don't worry about it. Let's uh, chug another beer, or let's mow the lawn, or let's wash sure. the dishes, or sure. whatever. Here, here's, here's, I guess, the bottom line with this guy. You've got to respect a guy who, by the way, I mean, I think he's, I think he's like ten or eleven years older than me. So he's been doing this for a long time, and he's, you know, it's take, he's worked hard to get where he is. And I know people who love this guy. Yeah, and unlike them, I haven't really checked out any of his stuff except for this album. Right. The thing is, you've got to respect a guy who is kind of committed to. Um, a like way, a Lobo, uh, like a guy that uh, is sure. committed to his, this sure. is what I do. You know, a guy who is all about expressing himself, the darker side, the horror type of stuff, you know, and, and it's like, and then most of his stuff is all, you know, is all about being a goth or all about horror or all about that kind of stuff, you know, and it's like, you know, you've got to respect a guy like that. My, my only issue is, is that I don't know that it really strikes a chord with me. There are good tunes on here, but it doesn't kind of hit me as deep as I think that he hits a lot of other people. And that just may be personal taste sure. type, you know, type of thing, which is fine. Um, the bottom line is, is I respect this guy for, for what he's doing, for how he's made it, for the following that he's created. And um, it's not a bad thing. No. I mean, his voice is great. No, it is. His, his, he's, his a, he's a unique music. He's a, He's a talky style, like a and like storytelling. A, yeah, a storyteller. Nick Cave. Yeah, like Nick Cave, or yeah. like uh, you know, uh, we were t- uh, Harley Poe. Oh yeah, it's it's that style sure. kind of style of, of uh, music with cellos and trumpets and everything. It's very else. unique. He does. I think he's a very talented guy. Um, I just I think that mostly the reason that I didn't love this album and that I give it a high Spotify is because I th- it's mostly personal taste and sure. I, and I'll tell you that right now I mean I'm not going to shit on him but uh, first of all a lot of his philosophy I don't care for uh, first of all I don't care for anybody who you know I don't need to hear people's philosophy number two it's just weird yeah um, but I mean don't you like to deliver your philosophy on everybody else. Not, I mean, no. Well, well, okay. I misspoke. I, I think art is a great way to deliver philosophy. Sure. I think that art and however you want to do it is fine. I'm not whatever. But the thing is, is to me, how he does it kind of with a tongue in cheek type of thing ends up kind of sounding cheesy and just it not very, it doesn't hit home is what All I'm right. saying. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not saying that he, that I don't like his philosophy. I don't like the way this mother effort lives. I'm not saying that. Sure. What I'm saying is the way he, you deli- don't like his delivery. The way he delivers it, it doesn't hit, doesn't strike a chord with me. Right. So when he's trying to do that, that's, I mean, whatever, I'm going to skip that song. But he's a talented dude. He's a unique songwriter. Good for him. I just, it's just not my, it's just not my thing, I guess, you know? Yeah. So there you go. I mean, that- it is, it, it is what it is. I kind of <sighs> just went, ah. 
you know, yeah. I enjoyed it while I was doing everything else that I needed to get done. Sure. I listened. But it's not like something that I was like involved with sure. going, oh, I'm, I'm feeling every bit. You know? I listened to this exactly five times. And at the, at the end of the five times, I was like, uh, I'm done. I mean, this, the, it was just more of a novelty type of deal to me. And I, I hope I'm not coming off as thinking I'm awesome because I'm not, it just didn't strike a chord with me. And I sure. think that's more personal taste than anything. And I think, and I think that's where I came down to. I'm, I'm just indifferent to yeah. this music. Yeah. It did not make a difference to me either way. Sure. And I, I, I love a couple of his songs. Yeah, Sure. And some of them are not even on this uh, album, but you can go to Spotify. You can check all of his music out, right? You know, and uh, it is what it is. And there, and the the gothic folk sure are going to enjoy it a hell of a lot more. If Confetti's was still around, they would dig this mofo. Is oh yeah, what I'm saying. Well, he played, you know, the Dark Arts Festival. He it, was there, Area 51, and people loved him. <laughs> well, but he, he, but you got to read. I mean, he's also like this. Uh, I mean, he's got the like the Faustian beard, and the, you know, I don't know if it's like the devil beard, and like the that comes to a point. He's he's carved out this whole persona, yeah. You know, which really I think is part of his his whole deal, the whole package of Voltaire. It is kind of like Lobo. It is like this is this. Do you is hate where, him like you no, hate Lobo? No, no, no. I don't hate. <laughs> I don't hate either one of them. But uh, I'm saying is this is what this is me. Hear me roar. You know this what, and you've got to give I, it to him for making yeah. a living and, and, and becoming who he is based on Off his, that. I totally. That yeah. thing. I this love is it. Me. I love this it. is what I do. Good yeah. for him, man. I mean, and, and I do want him to succeed. It's maybe not my cup of tea, but I really want this guy to, I mean, I, he doesn't need me. You know, he's, well, he's already, he's, he's already a freaking millionaire. Yeah. Right? He's got five, six, seven albums out. Yeah. Now, he's so. got a shit ton of albums. He's, he's on all sorts of compilations. He doesn't, you know, what I'm saying is good for him. Good for him for being, I assume this is who he wants to be. I mean, I don't know if he goes home and is like a nerd and, and whatever. I maybe, maybe he is. And maybe this Pins is that all... beard up into a, like a little honey. I know you don't like it when it's out like this. I'll, I'll braid <laughs> yeah. it up for you or something. You but know, good, but just... good for him, man. I mean, he he's done, he's done what he does and it's not just music. It's all kinds of art. Good for him. I wish I could do it myself. Yeah. You know, good for him. There you go. It's the artistic vein inside you. He, he is a creative uh, personality. You say, I will not, fl- I will not fucking clean toilets. Well, I will not uh, lift, uh, you know, concrete bags. <laughs> I will do this. I don't this think is this guy could lift too many concrete bags. He's like a skinny. But I'm bit. just saying, you know, a lot of people go, man, I'm artistic. <laughs> oh, but, ah, right. No, I get it. I still got to lift the concrete bags. Oh, good for them. Oh, you know what? My grandparents called that opportunity. Okay. Don't spit in the face of lifting concrete bags, bro. Okay. <laughs> I got some trivia for you. Oh, I'm excited as shit. All right. Listen, kid. I've known you for a while now. Yeah, baby. And I haven't said this in a long time, but I need you to refrain. (laughs) I don't want you to blare. blare, I've been trying hard. I don't want you to tootie or blare anything or even. uh, Is Blair. Which one is Natalie? Is she the blonde? Oh, dude. You know what? I love the one who rode a motorcycle. Joe. Oh, I love Joe. Even though I think life. she turned out to be a lesbian, which is yeah. fine because it's, she is a lesbian. Well, it, it totally makes me. Natalie is free and single. 
Well, Natalie's ready to. Do you know go. Natalie does uh, Velma now on the new Scooby Doo? No, yeah, she does that shit. Yeah, fuck out of here. Absolutely, Blair, Blair and Joe were my two ladies. Blair, I'd like to have a threesome. Blair, with Blair, like when they had like the fifteen girls, like Molly Ringwald was in there and all that. I don't remember Molly Ringwald. At the very beginning of Facts of Life, <laughs> you take the good, like, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you had the Facts of Life. You had like 12 of them, and there was oh. like three of them that were hot, and Molly Ringwald was in there. Oh, really? Blair was looking sweet. Blair looks sweet, and so does Joe, and I would like a threesome with him. Even if even if Blair and Joe mostly did all the lesbian stuff together and I could watch, I would Not probably- Not one of them ever worked again. Uh, that may be true. I don't know. I don't know. Except for Tootie. She went on to Bl- Living Single. Well, she did a lot of porn, too. Like hardcore Dude. porn, yeah, absolutely. Dude. Don't don't fuck with me. I'm like I'm effing with you because she had braces. No way is anybody gonna let her give him a blowjob. Whatever, whatever. Let's go. All right, this trivia challenge that I'm about to bestow on you right, has baby. to do with the movie tonight. Oh, okay. Innocent okay. Blood. Let's go. Innocent Blood came in at number 15 on IMDb's top 25 vampire movies no of the 90s. No way. Grossing $4.9 million in the USA. What was the budget? I don't have the budgets. No. Oh. So don't ask that again, okay? <laughs> Did I, and I knew you were going to ask I'm that. Sorry. I'm but sorry. But I don't have the budget. Well, if you knew I was going to ask, why didn't you find out? Starting from this point, let's go down the level. Let's break it down. Let's head down to Brown Town. Oh, and let's see. Vampire buttholes. I'm good. What made big money vampires in the 1990s? <laughs> let's do what it. do you say? Let's do, I'm, I'm stoked. Let's go. Number one. This vampirtastic flick came in at number 14, right above or below, however you want to look at it, <laughs> Innocent Blood. Okay. From 1996, IMDb gives this 5.0. Mm. Opening weekend, it racked in $2.6 million, but went on to gross $5.8 million. It starred John Kassir, Angela Everhart, and the ever-annoying... Dennis Miller. Dude, first of all, I want to go ahead and smack <laughs> you in the face and I say, you love I love Dennis Miller. You love I love him. Den. He's you on, love your Den Den. He's on Bill all the time. I love yeah, him. He's on Bill. And I love him. What's a humper? Okay. That is Tales from the Crypt, Bordello of Blood. Turn up the radio. Have you ever seen that? You know, also, isn't that Corey Feldman was in that? I love that movie. You want some gosh dang Pussy. Yeah, that's oh, great. God. It's good stuff. Corey dude. Feldman's horrible. I love that's a great movie. He's horribly man. wonderful. He Corey Feldman I will is totally horribly agree. wonderful. He's awful and wonderful at the same time. Let's go. Number two. This horror parody released in nineteen ninety five, directed by the master Mel Brooks, <laughs> came in at number ten. IMDB Nine. gives this Little Diddy, a 5.4. It grossed $10.6 million oh, in the U.S. shit. It starred Leslie Nielsen, P- Peter McNichol, Stephen Weber, and Amy Yazbeck. Leslie Nielsen <laughs> played Count Draculus. Yes, Dracula dead and loving it. Turn up radio! You know, by the way, somebody, I can't remember who it was, but somebody expressed some concerns when we yelled, turn up the radio, mm-hmm. how your neighbors felt about it. Well, who gives a fuck about that? Okay, them? I'm just checking. I'm just At checking. At the moment, I go up next morning and, you know, jerk <laughs> off on their porch to go, sorry. Oh, you, you spew. So I say sorry. 
Sorry, have some semen. She's like, what is this? Well, I want a fucking sperm. <laughs> of course, you walk up there. She's licking her door because that's where you spewed, right? Well, when I come home, she's still licking it. Oh, you're a sick bastard. Oh! <laughs> See ya! <laughs> you're a sick bastard. Let's go. Number three. This movie was released in 1998. IMDb gives this a 6.0 and grossed over $20 million in the U.S. It starred... Cheryl Lee, Daniel Baldwin, and James Woods. Oh, dude, I love this one. John Carpenter's Vampires. Turn up the radio. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Have you, you seen, seen those one? numbers coming up, though? 5.8, 6, 20. Oh, my gosh. We're moving up the charts. All I'm saying, dude, have you ever seen that movie, by the way? I haven't. It's it's uh, based off John Stamos' vampires. John Stamos' vampires. No, John Stakely. I may have seen I, I John feel, Stamos. Is it John Stakely? I think he wrote it. I can't, is, that's just too silly to be a vampire. But, but it's vampire s with the dollar sign. It's awesome. The book's yeah. awesome. The movie's amazing. I may have seen it. There's a lot, dude. I when I tell you this, uh-huh. I I mean it. I can watch anything on TV and then forget it. Fifteen <laughs> seconds after I watch it. That's a good one, it. though. I think we did it on the Cadaver Lab, and I gave it a bu- 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 bone Oh, you, you turned it I on. I love that shit. I love that movie. In fact, that's one of the movies that one of my wife's best friends. Uh, one I of gave, your wives, or uh, no, no, your wife's no, no, best friend. No. One of one of my wife has many friends mm-hmm. in one in and many best friends in one of those are you is that a mormon joke uh, well, asshole I, yeah it was <laughs> no no but she that that was the last straw with me she decided she hated me after i took them both out to go see that's that movie that's right yep indeed that was the movie yep love it and and they went you guys went outside and she was like this dude is that's yes. not right and she tried to talk ember out of marrying me but guess what 13 years love marriage later baby 13 and a half that's she see, still, I remember that. She story. still wants his hog, baby. You, you know what? I'm hog? sorry. Let me, <laughs> by the way, let me let me stop right there. I apologize. If Ember ever caught me talking like that, she would smack me. Slap in the your face. Ours is a pure love. Ours is a pure It's a sweet and pure and sweet love. Steel magnolias. Oh my gosh. It's like it's like yes, indeed. Number four. Okay. The righteous vampire. Was this righteous vampire was released in 1998? IMDb gives us a 7.0. Holy shit! And it did over 70. See that number coming up? Oh, 70 million dollars in the U.S. And this motherfucker can pay his damn and taxes. can't pay this damn taxes. <laughs> it stars Stephen Dorff. Who sells electronic cigarettes on TV now? Does he really? Christopher Christopherson. Chris Christopherson. And the sniper himself. Oh, dude. I, first of all, I want to say I love this movie. I love part two more than I love part one. But this, of course, is Blade. Turn up the radio. The 90s vampire flicks had it going on. They had Dude, it going on. Seventy million dollars, the snipe. That's and he shit. can't pay his taxes. Well, he could, but he just didn't want to. Yeah. So he's Who in jail. Does? He's well, no shit. Thank you. Shit, I take a year in jail. <laughs> Dude, you get per- fucked pretty hard, though. Oh shit! Yeah, you do. I mean, wouldn't you? Well, well, especially in his. Would you go to jail if you could go? uh, No, because you still have to pay. No, but I'm saying if you didn't have to pay, would you do some prison time? Well, I would miss my kids growing up. Maybe if they were like in their 30s, I would. If you were like, trust me, 
<laughs> I ain't going to pay taxes, but trust By me. By the way, I'm not going to pay taxes and put you guys through college. That's when I would do it. Yes, I would. I with would. the big guys, and you come out with, would you come out with no tattoos, no white? You'd have to find a gang. My problem you, is, is I already look like big a white ass, supremacist. Your big ass needs to, <laughs> if you don't join with them, you're yeah. going to either be ass raped yeah, or which you better join. Well, That's I'm, your two options. Obviously, I'm Ass- joining the white supremacists. I mean, do you think the black guys or the Mexicans will have me? No. Okay, now here's the next question. Okay. Do you get the tattoo on the forehead that says, white man in town, do you th- or whatever they have Do you have think they there? do henna in jail? Do you think they do? No. 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 no, then I don't. I don't have any tattoos. It's I'm like not gonna ass start- rape or swastika on the forehead. I Well, I like ass Free, rape. No taxes taken oh. out. That's a great question. Do I get ass raped or do I put a swastika tattoo on my forehead? And no taxes. I think I get ass raped because I could. Pr- I don't. I don't think I could live the rest of my life. Well, except for I just did watch. I did just watch a, a documentary about a a guy who had all sorts of face tattoos and whatever. He got them all removed. Yeah, you know the one from Utah that had all the taste the no. face tattoo. You didn't hear. Well, about no, no, no. I do. The he didn't get them removed though. Well, no. Okay, I know the yeah. documentary you're talking about. Yeah. The dude from prison. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know Utah that guy. Sure. That went and shot goddamn security yes, guards and yes. shit. I know that guy. But he didn't get him removed is what I'm no. saying. No. I I don't want tattoos, but I also don't want like a busted O-ring. So well, that's a tough you one. You may have to choose on that someday, huh. son. Well, that's shit. something you're going to have to I think, think that's not something that you can make a choice about until you're faced with that decision yeah let's All, just let's just move on from there amen to that because i'll tell you what <laughs> i will bite a dick off <laughs> dude. if some big black prison guy is sure. like yes you're gonna suck this like, oh 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 trust me sir yes i'll suck the hell out of this you might put a screwdriver in my skull but you've got no dick anymore, or at least not a quarter of no, that. No, I was giant gonna say he still has eight inches. You've been off four, but he still he doesn't have a head though. So there's that. Yeah, okay, you need right. that. You need that. You need is that. that the fucking no, most that, important? Part? That 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 is the the balls that, and the head. So see that <laughs> that see, is the sensitive taint right there. Yes, I okay, get. It. Let's let's get down with each other for a minute. Uh, oh shit, we're getting so, real, folks. So, so do you see where I'm coming from no. with the short? Thick and fat. All you need is the head and the balls. Well, that's all you, you don't got. need. All that fucking giant thing between. <laughs> you just need the head and the balls. <laughs> right? You need the head and the balls. You need a tuna can and a set of balls. That's thank all you. you. <laughs> As Corey would say, thank you. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Number five. This is what happens. When a motherfucking vampire gets loose in your hood. Coming in at number one, IMDb gives us a 9.1. What? And it, was ma- and it made over $350 million in the U.S. Tyler Perry would be eating his own ass if this happened to him. It starred Eddie Murphy, Angela Bassett, whoa, whoa, whoa. and this Alan Payne. This was number one? A vampire three hundred and fifty million dollars. IMDb gives it a nine point one. Nine point one. What is the movie? Vampire in Brooklyn. Turn up Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Did I screw it up? That was a JK. I was just kidding. Oh, you know exactly the last two movies. Oh shit. 
You know. Oh, that was five. What are you doing to me right here? I'm I'm throwing you I'm throwing you off the skid. He's throwing me a curveball. I'm throwing ball. you I'm throwing, throwing you, me a curveball. It's the curvy. Oh my gosh. As old scurvy curvy used to call it sure. back in the day. It's the curvy. Okay, okay. There's okay. two big timers. Oh my gosh, okay. And what I need from you now is and I know you know these movies. Okay, let's do it. What was number 2? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say number two vampire movie in the 90s. Was now, hold on. I'll okay. give you some. IMDb gives us a 7.2, grossed $82.5 million. Is it Interview with the Vampire? Do you want to rethink that? Apparently, I do want to rethink that. number. The number two 90s vampire movie? There was two ginormous goddamn I can't movies. believe Vampire in Brooklyn was one of those. Oh, my gosh. Well... That was a total joke. That came in like 75. Oh, oh okay. Because I was like, no, my God. No, that was actually like in the top 10, top 12. But erase that from your mind. Okay. There was two giant uh, vampire movies from the 90s. Vampire movies from the 90s that aren't subspecies that might have been from the 80s. Okay. Brand, uh, okay, uh, uh, okay. You okay. know what they are. Okay. You know what they I are. know. Th- I'm sure. But I'm, I'm going to tell you. IMDb gives the first, the the number two slot. Seven point two, grossed eighty two point five million dollars, and the number one. IMDb gave it a seven point five and grossed over a hundred and five million dollars. Oh my gosh! So these were two giant the 90s? movies. Okay. The 90s. Give, tell me who stars in number two. Just tell me one person. If I give you this, you will say, well, I think I've got an idea. I already but I won. Will give it to I already won. Come on, You've we're already, already won. won. Gary Oldman in oh, number two. Oh, that's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Of course that is. Turn, Turn off the radio. I didn't. I don't feel like now I Now, what's I, the I, number I, one? Num- okay, Bram Stoker's Dracula, number one. Was it an interview with the vampire, huh? Yep. It, it is. was okay. Yes. There, you, I I feel like that was a big one because not only did that have, uh, you know Tom Cruise, but it had the delicious the Brett, Bradley, the Brett, the Bradley Pitt. Pitt. He oh. did, and not only that, it had Antonio Banderas. One hundred and five million dollars does not <sighs> seem is, like a lot of money nowadays, does it? Well, but ninety kind of, what ninety what, what what that was ninety four ninety four or something like that, dude. Oh. $105 million. I wonder what the budget was for that because I, I, I'll i never forget when that came out and uh, Oprah, uh, and, I, and I don't watch Oprah, but I, I saw or some kind of news, something with Oprah, and she's like, I started watching that within five minutes. It was so evil. I had to turn it off. Oh, God. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I got to see this shit right now. Next up, Deepak Chopra. Yeah. You, car, car, car. Now, good for her. Good, yeah. good for Oprah. She gave a lot of cars out. In that one episode, but whatever. No, those are two huge, huge, huge movies, dude. Big bangers, dude. Do you know who starred in um, Bram Stoker's Dracula? Canoe Reeves. That you guy is love him. Well, okay, I love will, I, You know what? I will. I will renege a little bit on oh, what I was saying. Okay, he wasn't that. Well, terrible he wasn't in a that. huge. Exactly. It, it was all Gary Oldman in if that it, one. Yeah. Do you know who else was Gary in that? Oldman was badass in that. Oh, do you remember, and, remember and, the and, French movie we did, Irreversible? Do yes. You, do you remember that movie? Yeah. And do you remember the lady who was born on September 30th in that? Uh-huh. 
You no. don't. You don't remember it. You know the chick in that, dude. Yeah, the hot girl that gets. She raped was. In the... She was one of the. Uh, Dra- she was one of Dracula's wives in that man, Monica Bellucci. Oh, oh yeah, she's she was fucking beautiful. And I'll tell you, that's. I think that's the first time I ever saw her. In Rape worthy. And I was like, <laughs> What did you? What? Well, I mean, I mean, not, not, not in the, in the, you know. All I'm saying is, I had never felt so in love with a lady before. Yeah. I saw her tits in that movie. Yeah. Oh my! She's the most beautiful woman in the '90s that ever lived in the '90s. Mm. I'm just saying. She's yeah, hotter she than shit ass hot. bitch. She's Holy very hell. hot. I don't yes. know about the 90s, though. No, the 90s. She was the hottest. No. Angie Everhart was hot, though, too. <sighs> yeah. 2468, you can watch me masturbate. I'm just Even, saying. Uh, what's it, what was her name? Kath, Catherine, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I can't remember. I don't know. But some of, some of the, the Sports the, Illustrated. Sports models, Illustrated. Yeah, those. Mm. Oh, shit. And that's when they really started getting dirty, too, back in the 90s. Holy yeah. hell, Leah. Okay, well, there you go. I kicked your ass on Or not your, but I kicked you that. You destroyed that. No, I killed that quiz. But that's kind of my wheelhouse. Yeah, it's your wheelhouse. It's Vampire your forte, movies. It's eight, your 90s were a, good, were a good decade for me. I got to admit. But uh, you know what we got right now, don't you? Yeah, we've got a good uh, little flicker. flicker uh, a 90s vampire flick that we're about to talk about called Innocent Blood. Why don't we go ahead and play a trailer for it right now and then come back to talk about it? What do you say, son? Yes. That old black magic has me in its spell. I could tell you're excited. That old black magic that you weave so well Those icy fingers up and down my spine Ah! Hey, what are you, some kind of a freak? Now, this guy's lost a lot of blood. You know, he had his head blown off. No, this guy's really lost a lot of blood. Marie had a hunger to feed on the evil. You want a ride? You got one. Michelli's a gangster. Call me Sal. Who's out to take over the city. I call you. Marie. Wait, Marie. What he didn't count on was a vampire. Come on, baby. Relax. With a taste for Italian. <laughs> now, the undead. <laughs> and the undercover. You are under arrest. Are teaming up. Michelli's not dead, is he? <laughs> Gotta get hold of yourself to take the bite <laughs> out of crime. You're gonna be made men, but when you're made by me, nobody can touch you. I've got you. Welcome to the family. From John Landis, the director of an American werewolf in London. He lost a lot of blood. Are you sure you don't need more? Don't worry, you're not my type. Innocent Blood, a movie that goes straight for the jugular. Under my skin. We are back, and you just heard a trailer for a movie from 1992 called Innocent Blood. Um, I just want to say, like I mentioned a little bit, I, I touched on this before. Uh, one of the reasons that I do this podcast is I have an excuse in a kind of a list of movies that I've never seen before. Right. You know, but to kind of tickle my fancy, you know, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a, that's a phrase that people use, by tickle the way. Tickle your taint or your fancy yeah. or your. Um, 
And this is one that I've never Higher seen. Spirit. Innocent Blood. I've never seen it in it, which is surprising to me because it's a John Landis directed film. Yeah. And, you know, and John Landis, I mean, we're talking about. Gramlers? We're talking. No, that wasn't Gramlers. That was Joe Dante, oh. by the way. But we're talking about American Werewolf in London. Yeah. We're talking about Twilight Zone, the movie, Animal House. Tons of stuff for Michael Jackson, like the the thriller video. Spies Like Us, Three Amigos, Training Places, oh, like Mother like Effing Kentucky Fried Movie. movie unbelievable and also that's now, when, is that the that's not the one with the guy that runs in front of the, with the helmet on the black guys runs around <laughs> yeah goes for it that is that one right there yes oh, that John Lannis the, he, he is he's a hero plus he did thriller come on yeah. michael jackson's thriller come on um oh, yeah. also i can't believe i've never seen this because it has vampires yeah. blood and violence and sex sexy perky titties and giant Furbergs. Yes. Which, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't expecting in the 90s, but it was there. And it, it was, was there. It was that may have been the movie that made everyone go, what the hell, you could put Furbergers in there? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, because- I'm going to start doing it, too. Well, if he's doing it. <laughs> well, John Landis is a big name. Okay. Well, yeah, of You want to see something really scary? I mean, okay. you want to see something really <laughs> yeah, scary? Someone, Innocent Blood, 1992. IMDb gives us a 6.0. Um, it, like I said, it was directed by John Landis, written by a guy named Michael Volk, or sorry, Wolk, which this is the only really writing credit that he has on IMDb, but let's get a load of the mother effing list of stars in this movie. Yeah. Okay. Let's start with Anne Pariald, which I've never heard of before. She plays Marie. She was the hot as shit, perky mm. titty, Giant Furberger vampire yes. lead character of this movie. It had Robert Loggia. Robert Mother Effin Loggia. Okay. Every goddamn Italian that yes. has ever been in a network TV show <laughs> yes. or been stereotyped as you're a mob guy is Robert Loggia. He's there. Loggia, he's there. All of them. No, I get it. Oh, yeah. every, every single, single one of those guys. We're talking about Anthony LaPaglia, who starred as uh, Joseph Gennaro. He, my favorite, my favorite uh, role that he had was Soy Mary Nax Murderer. He was a cop. He was like telling his boss Alan Arkin. You know, you know those, you know that part on the helicopter that you can grab on and fly. I've never held on to that part. Oh, yeah. I need you to be mad at me. I need you to yell at me. And so Alan Arkin's doing his best to like yell and call him like a like whatever racist term for Italian is stuff like that. Wop. Ooh, isn't a wop? I was yeah, but I was gonna say Guido. Uh, but 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 as we're watching this film, it opens up. It has. Like uh, like a helicopter view of the big city of, of Pittsburgh, okay? Mm-hmm. And I see two words show up on the screen as starring. And I about lost my shit. Don Rickles. The man. Oh, my. And I'm, I'm thinking, how have One of the I best comedians never of all seen time. this movie? It's unbelievable that all this shit is going on, and I've never seen this the movie. The Don Rickles. Dude, he is one of the funniest mofos. <sighs> Ever, I think he's dead now. No, he's still. Alive. Is he? He's probably the grumpiest son of a bitch ever. I think he's still in Vegas. Actually, oh my gosh. Uh, it also, you know, in, and like you said, it started a bunch of those uh, the guys who have starred in like tons of like like Guido type of movies, like Chaz Palminteri as Tony, Rocco Sisto as Jilly, David. Taglia. Oh, do so, oh. By the way, we also had a bunch of. Uh, uh, Shall we say cameos? That I'll mention in a little bit, but why don't we get into the plot a little bit? 
Okay, it starts out, like I said, like the helicopter view of the big city, playing some kind of faint Frank Sinatra-ish music. We're getting the title, the people starring in this. Donnie Rickles, baby. He is there. Played perfectly as kind of a wise guy movie yeah. intro, you know. However, then all of a sudden we're taken, you know, we're kind of taken for a loop. We're taken to a beautiful naked woman's apartment in high rise. And she's a filled fuck. with candles. And filled with perky titties and furberg. Yeah. Okay. I just, I, I want to get that out of the way. May I? <laughs> yeah. I, no, I, can, may. I, I don't think I could stress that you point may, enough. Yeah. By the way, that at, at that point, I'm like, this is the greatest movie ever. Mm-hmm. I just saw Don Rickles' name, and now I'm seeing this hot chick. Oh, my gosh. I... Yeah, the first scene I you was see. like, oh my, and not only that. I'm on fire for it. I am too. And not only that, but she's sitting here and she's she's narrating things, kind of like a film noir. Yeah, type she's of talking the French. And she's got the hottest French accent of that I've ever heard yeah. since Better Off Dead. Okay, okay. I'm just saying, you know, French fries. Oh, you know, that's just, he put his his testicles all over me. No, I think, <laughs> I think you mean tentacles. Okay, I get it. But hot as shit. I'm just going to go ahead and say that right now. But basically, we uh, we are we learn that uh, she is a vampire through one line. And I'm just going to quote it directly. And I'm going to do it in her voice. Okay? Oh, yeah. So, do, yeah. So, do that because... By the way, if dudes get boners right now, it's okay. Even though it's me, I'm doing it in her voice. When you are alone eternally, you live for the comfort of the senses. Food, sex. I'd become very selective. And it was getting yeah. harder for me to find food. Even living in the city, my choosiness about food cost me my lover. Without him, there is no sex. By the way, Without right now, him, right now, every dude that's listening has a boner, at least a chubby. Without him, there is no sex. Oh, uh, dude! And by the and way, that's why I say it's time for some Italian. <laughs> well, and you know, you know, and, and here, and I'm going to kind of give an, a broad overview of the movie. Basically, we learn her name is Marie, and she's hot as shit. We, we kind of figure out that she's the Dexter of vampires, though she has a compulsion to kill and feed. She only wants to kill and feed on bad dudes. Yeah. Good thing. Good news is that she lives in the big city because there's lots to eat, and especially since uh, Pittsburgh apparently has a hell of an organized crime problem where Sal, Robert Loggia, uh, is, is the leader Michelli. of family. Yeah. You know, but the bad news is, is he, she's kind of have to sift out which dude she wants. She actually runs into Anthony LaPaglia. Yeah. You know, and realizes, you know what, he's too nice of a man for me to eat. Because he's got sad eyes. But I'll tell you what, man, he does he have. He has two and, sad eyes. You know what's so funny is is maybe this is just me, but when she said that, when she's narrating that the Anthony LaPaglia has sad eyes, and I looked at him like, yeah. she's right. Anthony LaPaglia does have sad he eyes. He needs to act more. Well, that guy got the shaft every which way but loose. Well, I'm I'm saying is I believed him in this, but you know what? Good thing that there's his buddy Tony. Okay, Tony's all about being an asshole. Yeah. Okay, Chaz Palminteri, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna run you over and I'm gonna get pissed off. And she's like, you know what? I'm sorry, Chaz. Let's go ahead and go and drive to a secluded area and let's go have the sexy times. But you know what happens since she's a vampire? Chaz doesn't turn out. The, the whole deal doesn't turn out okay for no. Chaz, is what I'm saying. It's not so good for Chaz. 
But I'll tell you what, man. I mean, it's like, okay, so here, here's the thing. At this point, I'm thinking, that was a pretty cool scene. What we've got going on, first of all, we learn that uh, the vampire is kind of like a, a, a cat type of person. She's got the red eyes, yeah. and she's got the, like a kitty, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, totally. so, you know, it's got that kind of a, a feel. But you know what? She gets a taste for the underbelly of Pittsburgh. She gets a taste for those in organized crime. Right. Can we just say that right now? Those guys probably taste pretty good because they think they're 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 rich and powerful. Yeah. So I bet you their blood is delicious. Not that I know. What am I talking about? Anyway, um, so okay, so basically, you know, she starts going out on the hunt. And she hungry, man. I mean, she she's hungry. She's like, oh, I just had Chaz Palminteri. Um, you know, and, you know, and and, and uh, no offense, but she's so hot that most dudes won't even like. I think twice. She's a small, petite lady. She's skinny, and she, yeah. you know she doesn't. Look, she's, she's a tiny little lady. But baby. most most dudes are going to be thinking with their little head, or yeah, in my case, gonna, my big. Think head. they're big fucking Italian fucking oh, big tough hey, guys. You know what right? they say about a calzone? If you put it in the microwave, <laughs> it comes out like a limp, limp dick. Sure, it does. Uh, you know the story moves along. You know we have uh, we have Marie going after you know. You know, just kind of her exploits. She's narrating the whole thing. We actually find out that Gennaro, uh, uh, Anthony Lapagli is an undercover cop. We get some cops, cop stuff. We learn that uh, when Marie killed Tony, it was five quarts low of blood, like the CSI guy mentioned, you know, whatever. Um, you know, we get some kind of cop type of stuff like that. Like I said, she goes back for a second with the Italian. She goes right to the top for Loggia. She turns on the charm in the back of his town car going to dinner. You know, yeah. and he they, they head out to a secluded area because that works so great for Tony. You know, of hey, course. Hey, I've got a safe house out here. Why don't we go here? I'm going to make you some dinner. Actually, I'm going to get some takeout. We're going to eat some dinner. You know what? I don't know if I really like the garlic is what she says. But you know what? So she goes to the bathroom. She opens up. She needs to get some air, okay? Yeah. But the problem is, is while she's getting some air, Logia breaks in and Logia dies. She gets, he gets killed. The difference is, and, and we had some discussion about, you know, She's kind of, she's, 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 I would say she's a green vampire in that when she eats somebody, she usually likes to make sure to break the neck, to, to cut off the nervous sure, system. She's so got you. two rules. And the first rule is she never plays with the food. <laughs> yes. And the second rule is always finish the food. Yes. And that, by the way, you sound Asian, but. I, I'm just always finish the food. I don't know if you sound Asian, but you sound like the voice you do when you're talking in an Asian accent. <laughs> don't ever play with the food. Right. So the problem is, is Logia has like a little revolver in his sock or whatever. He shoots her. And of course, Robert Logia doesn't go anywhere without a driver. Okay. The driver gets, you know, the heads up. Hey, by the Lenny, way, Lenny. He says, Hey, what the hell's going on? And by the way, Lenny's one of those one of those guys, you know, that you recognize from a bunch of shit, you know. Yeah. So you know, and Lenny shows up. He sees that, uh, you know, he he kind of interrupts the whole killing process and 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 taking care of Sal, you know, getting rid of his body, stuff like that process. And basically, she takes off, and Lenny's like, "Oh man, you know, whatever goes after whatever." But the bottom line is, is guess what? Sal wasn't disposed of correctly. Right. Which may cause a problem. Because you always finish the food. 
But, okay, so, you know, like I said, LaPaglia, you know, the, the cops show up. LaPaglia finds Marie up on the roof. You know, as he's doing some investigation, she's jumping off the dang roof. She's growling with the cat's eyes. We got all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, it's kind of a weird thing because the vampires, they can go into churches. They can see each other in the, in the mirror, but they don't like garlic and they don't like the sun. Right. So that, 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 that comes to play. In a Even little garlic bit. on, I was looking at that food that Sal had there yeah. for her. And I was like, oh, that looks like delicious Chinese food. And oh, like, it looks, it looks it like. It wasn't Chinese though. No, was it, it, it was Italian like mussels. It yeah, was yeah, it's seafood. mussels and yeah. garlic. It was good. I bet you that was good as shit, by the way. Like, oh, I like but that. La Paglia tracks her down, you know, stop. She says, stop following me or I'll kill you type of thing. Just when I thought I understood some shit, he says he runs into a lady vampire. Yeah. But let's get back to the Sal in the corner at the mortuary and whatnot. He's, Sal sits right up. Just right when he's brought out of his body bag, uh, asks what kind of what the hell kind of hospital is this? He pulls out the turkey thermometer out of his freaking, yeah. which I thought was amazing. By the way, did you know that Frank Oz was the corner there? You could hear him anytime Frank Oz is in anything. You go. Oh, I always oh, think he's he going to be like someday we'll find uh, it. The minute I hear yeah. him, I go whoop. There yep, he is. Yep, that was so. That was great too. By the way. Um, but anyway, so, you know, and it's funny because basically the rest of the movie, and I, and I have to mention a couple parts, but basically the rest of the movie is Sal gets home. He's trying to adjust to being a vampire because that's, that's basically what he is. He shows up at his attorney who is Don Rickles. You know, he starts sucking on some raw steaks and stuff like that. He's just afraid. And then he actually turns Don Rickles into a vampire who, by the way, he spoiled. figures it out. Sal figures yeah, it he out. Does. He's like, you just take a bite. Well, and you know, and, and then they come back. And and he, as as time moves on in this movie, he gets more comfortable with his new talent, right. shall we say? Yeah, you know. But my favorite thing, my favorite thing in this whole movie was the fact that he turned Don Rickles into a vampire. Don Rickles, however, goes to the hospital, wakes up. One of the awesomest death scenes, vampire death scenes. Absolutely. They, they draw the curtains. The sun's coming in. He he gets burned up like a mofo. Yeah. It was really super Fantastic. cool. Fantastic. And it was, it was double cool because it was freaking Don Rickles. Yeah. You know? And so basically, I guess the rest of the movie is, is that, you know, we get some, like I said, we get some cop stuff. We get some love story between La Paglia and, uh, and Marie. And, uh, but basically what it becomes is Sal's like, oh my gosh, this is a power we cannot not appreciate. We've got to go ahead and he starts making vampires out of his maiden men. You know, he's like, oh, you know, there's no more gang war. It's over right now with, yeah. with what we can we do. We will win. It is over. We, you know, he starts. We to will turn take him. over this town. He starts turning his dudes into vampires, you know, and so it kind of becomes um, half a vampire movie, half of a wise guy mobster. And let's be honest, it's no like Goodfellas. I mean, it's not no. that movie. But, you know, it's kind of a cool little, a cool little, you know, uh, fusion that, between the two. It has that kind of, uh, God, I don't know what to call it, Landacy thing. You know, just the, the, the way it's shot, the, oh, way, yeah. the comedy in it. Sure. Oh, it know, just it has that fun. feel to it that's like, yeah, that's just fucking a good time. Well, and, and, and that's definitely right. I mean, it's John Landis, too. And, you know, we know. You know, he was, uh, uh, you know, he's done American Werewolf in London and all that. So we, he's no stranger to like the horror, uh, the horror comedy type. Of sure. Thing. And, you know, it just he's done a lot like of comedies. It. It's but like you could right. see it from a mile away. You yeah. know, you could feel like, oh, this is a good time. 
Well, it, the and I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, spoil the movie or anything, but it's there's a lot of cool ideas. For instance, the Sal starts turning into uh, uh, like a uh, oh, what's that guy's name? Um, kind of a Renfield type of thing. He starts eating flies. He's right. doing really super gross stuff, but then he just like something snaps. He's like, "This is over. We're done. We're gonna kick some ass." And then there's a big conclusion in the end and whatever. Um, anyway, so had you seen this before? I that's my first time. What'd you think about it? I enjoyed it. Did you? I okay. mean, uh, you know, I would give it a high rent. It's not sure. worth a buy. Right. I mean, but it was entertaining enough. And, uh, you know, she's hot. She sounds every time she got pissed off. Yeah. She sounded like Lou Ferrigno. She sounded kind of retarded. <laughs> Her eyes had turned. That was like, that was rough. It's it, me and it killed my boner every time she did that. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't dog me. You know, agreed. But well, I mean, overall, it was uh, you know, there's a little dash of comedy in sure. there. You got Don Rickles in there. It's it was a good time. My problem it's with a high rent. I have a couple of problems with this movie. First of all, well, let me let me talk about what I like. the The mob movie was good. You know that. that I mean, I love mob movies. I love vampire movies. Um, you you've got to do that. And this at some had point. A, I I totally agree. You got to have a vampire. And a mob together. Agreed. At some point. And this movie actually had some, you know, like, you know how, like, in vampire movies, they, like, have the quote-unquote rules conversation. Oh, how you kill the vampires by doing this. You know, they didn't really have this, but, I mean, you know that you, it kind of gave you the same thing, you know, at little parts throughout the movie. It was kind of an interesting take on vampires and whatnot. Right. Um... Uh, it it tries to be some like noiry, like I said, uh, but you know, and that was pretty cool. It had some comedic moments, uh, but I'll tell you what. The first thing I noticed that this was almost two hours long. It was yeah. a little too long, and I was I was hoping that it wouldn't come back to bite me. No pun intended. Um, you know, but it was a it was a long movie. Yeah. Uh, I liked a lot of the guys that was in it. Like we talked about earlier, there was a lot of amazing cameos. We mentioned uh, Frank Oz, Tom Savini was a news photographer in this. Uh, Sam totally Raimi. Oh yeah. Oh, I totally yeah, was, missed that too. Was, Sam. Okay. Uh, Tom Savini was a guy in the car that was like, hey, taking pictures of him and whatnot. Right. That was Tom Savini. Sam Raimi was a guy who ran like the butcher shop. Yeah, that little kind oh, of I missed yeah. that. That's totally. Sam Raimi. Uh, we had Dario Argento on for a second as the guy in the paramedic. Thing, the there weird... was a lot of horror movies on television. Yeah, on Ab- in, in like this we thing. had Hitchcock. We had uh, we had like some Hammer movies with Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing going on in the background. We even had Forey Ackerman as the guy who got his car stolen. If you remember, it was, you know the guy, uh, you know monsters. Uh, Shoot, what was that called? But uh, you know, it's a, a, uh, a you know a horror legend, Forey Ackerman, um, and we even had a Lin- Linnea Quigley as a nurse. Was in oh this. no shit, yeah, kind of a kind yeah, of a I smaller part. Um, but I, this is kind of a tough movie for me. Um, it so was, this it really was, was a kind of a tip the hat to it, and it was, all things horror. It was kind of a weird, like I said, a weird mix between a mobster and a vampire movie. And I kept thinking to myself, does it work? Well, it works on some levels. There's some pretty sweet scenes. Like I said, it's no good, fellas. There's some super likable characters. I loved Marie. I love Gennaro. I love Sal. I even love Luis Guzman. 
who was one of the cops. You know, I love that guy. Oh, yeah. And there was a ton of other supporting actors and actresses. And he was also in what movie that we talked about tonight? Uh, John Leguizamo. Oh, Tu Wong Fu. He was in that. I didn't. Yeah. I have never seen that. I just know that they're all in a movie. Yeah. It's that. Um, but I'll tell you what. If you were to tell me mobsters versus vampires and then mobsters become vampires, I'd be like, holy shit, yes. Um, but I'll tell you what, this movie kind of reminded me of a movie, you ever seen Hollow Man with, uh, with, uh, uh, oh, what's his name, uh, Kevin, Kevin Bacon? Bacon? I liked that movie, I liked it. It went down a dark road of what evil stuff you could do if you were invisible. It right. hinted at it. He went into, uh, you know, Rona Mitra and saw her titties. He went into her apartment and yeah. did some nasty stuff, but it just didn't go he deep did enough. Really? do anything the thing He's is like i still a bottle of whiskey oh no he had uh, some fun times sh- you know squeeze plus your titties, that movie had but- great because the redhead you saw her like entity like like all squishing right. titties yeah. which was hot as shit but all i'm saying is i think that this movie even though it was two hours long didn't go deep enough i wish they would have cut out a lot of just the stuff that i don't know that, that it was kind of maybe even a little bit cliche for a horror movie i wish they cut some of that out and really got into more of the politics of the mobsters what's going on how being a vampire yeah. affects the mobster world or e- even you know more into the vampire type of deal but they did it was it was a very surface. especially the vampire part they never really touched no. that it was a I very surface level movie about vampires at all well, and they, they've never said the word or anything like that. It was just like, yeah, they never touched on that other than, don't eat your... I always sure. finish the food and I always... And here's finish. this two-hour movie. It was okay, but I really think, just like The Hollow Man, I think it could have been so much better. Yeah. And I think that I resented a little bit thinking what it could have been and then looking at what it actually was. It right. just did not... I you What would you give? It's a high rent? I give, I give this a, a, yeah, a round of rent. I give this a round of rent only because of the perky tits and the hot chick. And I do like Anthony LaPoglia and I like all those guys. But I just think this could have been so much more. One funny little bit of trivia here for you is that outside of the U.S., they uh, let me let me make sure I get this right so nobody calls out. Uh, the distributors retitled this film "A French Vampire in America." Oh yeah, which was kind of funny because uh, you know what's his name, uh, the director of this, hey! you know, did the an Taglia. N- no, not at all. John Landis did an American Werewolf in <laughs> London. Bless you, son. Uh huh. And so you know that was kind of a funny thing, but he uh, John Landis got kind of pissed off about that and the whole deal. But right. I think that's kind of funny. Um. All I'm saying is, is that it was, I mean, it parts, it was kind of slow, uh, but at the end it was pretty solid. It was a little bit cheesy. It wasn't terrible. I just got to give this, here it comes. <laughs> Holy uh, crap. I got to give this just a solid rent. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I mean, it was okay. I wish it was shorter or I wish that they chose to, to use their time more wisely, I guess with that. And I don't want to be an asshole, but I, I don't know. This has it like, well, like we said, the, uh, Hey, Are you serious? Hey, still yeah, I did. Also, in some Japanese sense. guys. In here. What but, kind of cologne are you wearing tonight? Is that brute I don't or? wear any cologne. If I wore cologne, it wouldn't be brute, bro. What am I, 13 some years that, old? Uh, I got nothing on. I got yeah. deodorant, and that's it. No, it's something. I got nothing. I don't wear that. I like how he smells. I like hey, my, ma- I like yeah, my yeah, man. You're wearing brute. I'm not wearing anything. Anyway, so. My nose don't lie. Well, neither do your hips. 
<laughs> but when I, that that's kind of where I'm coming down. I found this to be very average. If it wasn't for Rologia and you know some of the faces we saw in this, I in the, of course the naked lady, the naked French lady, and the dude that was in uh, Sopranos, he was in there too. They didn't give him a lot of face time, but which which guy? You was know, uh, Tony Two Tone. Oh yeah, yeah, he was yeah, in yeah. There, he, he yeah. Was, he was like, oh, yeah, this is way a, before that. Your brute is killing me. No, I'm sorry, I'm Hold not on. wearing brute. Yeah, uh, you don't. Oh, yeah, you, you don't sound like brute. your air phones. Oh, you I'm not wearing brute. But anyway, that's that's all I got on this. It's okay. I would say check it out. You know, I just I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It was just who's kind of, the actor Sal Marcelli? He was pretty entertaining. Well, Robert Loggia. There he's was some filthy mouth. Here's the problem. There was a lot of greatness in this movie. Loggia, Marie, La Paglia, They were all super great. I loved them all. I just it just didn't go anywhere is yeah. the thing. It was like you could you could explain this movie a vampire eats uh turns a, a mobster into a vampire and then the and then the mobster wants to turn his uh mobster guys into vampires and Would you dare to it. say this that yes she's beautiful. She is. But she was kind of a bad, she was not very good. Right, uh, she was okay. I, Acting I, wise, she no, was like. Hey. I, I assume that that it, it, that any awkward times were because I didn't understand French, uh, like oh, society. She was horrible. I mean, she wasn't very good actress. Uh, I I didn't notice. I didn't notice. She, I thought she was all right, but that's all I got. I mean, her and Bataglia in the car. It's like, well, you also have to realize that there was her and Bataglia in the in the uh, handcuffs. Oh, man. Yeah, that was that was all right. I don't know. I was... I, All I, right. Off topic. Okay. Blowjob by a vampire hot lady. Do you do it or no? Yes. I'll tell you why. Because it's not wise, but when my boner gets fired up, it'll do anything. And she's hot, and it's yeah. like, I'm trust sorry. me. I'm sorry, but if I'm driving down, and I'm driving to get some beta You just saw her. You yes. just saw her eat a human being. I'm sorry, but sometimes if I leave here tonight, and I go get a burrito... Okay, right. on my way home. If I'm kind of horny, got a chubby, I'm thinking, look at that ugly Mexican chick at the door. I don't really? Well, I'm sorry. It's my balls. No. It's well, my what balls I'm saying is, vampire girl, you <laughs> just saw her eat the I don't the, know. the corpse of, don't a, know. of a coyote. Oh. And then you and then she Dude, says, I'm have you horny ever for passed you. up the chance she for a She still blowjob. has. She still has have blood. Have you ever? Have you ever passed up the chance for a blowjob? If any man or boy can say i did i did not take advantage of that they are liars <laughs> i agree <laughs> if you have ever been Agreed. prompted with that Agreed. option i totally would agree. you like a blow job you take it you don't care what kind of you i mean maybe you hand her some you you thankfully hand her some scope and whatever but or you what? take that shit no. i mean i'm out of there I don't no. have it. No, I don't say, hey, let's take you to get some scum. No, no you don't. don't. If you happen to have it in your glove box is what I'm saying. If not, if you, you take it. you happen to have it in your you glove box. You don't have box. scope in your glove box? Oh, that's hot, dude. <laughs> Revealing. No, anyone that can say, <laughs> I turned down a blowjob is a liar. I agreed. I agreed. Bottom line is, is this movie I had high, high hopes for figuring out what it was. It didn't deliver. It was, it was a little bit boring. But I bet you if I watch it again in six months and realize what it is, and I will I will like it more than I was, you know, I was just disappointed with yeah. it, is what I'm saying. 
like I said, I watch this in a couple years. It's okay. I enjoy it. It's worth a rent. Exactly. Even even though I have the DVD. But whatever. That's all we got for this movie, right? That's it. And that's all we got for this episode. But let's go ahead and recap the question of the episode. What horror movie do you like that maybe you've been really liked or even loved? But you'll never watch it again. What is it and why? Uh, bone phone, 385-351-9273. That is 385-351-9273. Check us out on Zombie TV on your Roku box. Go visit zom-bee.com. We're redoing the, the whole website there. Check us out. Rehashed. What? Yo, re redone. Reworked. It'll be, re it'll re be, it's kind of like metal up your ass yeah. in the old days. Fuck yeah, but, bro. You're talking my language. That's what I'm that. saying. It's there. It's for the taking. Take it. But other than that, we will... For, oh, no, no, no. Sorry. From the Corpse Cast, we give you a thank you so much for listening. Absolutely. And we will catch you guys later. See ya. How many people do I have to kill?